Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Uh, today's topic, we're going to take a look at the uh, the DC Sniper um, of uh, 2000... 2004, was it? And two. Ah. That's why you're in charge of the research. Yeah. <laughs> I just left my notepad on the table. I couldn't see it. I reach for it. <laughs> that was the gap. We're not slow. No. Um... <laughs> But I <laughs> before we start, I want to point out, as we are experiencing what can only be described as some kind of tropical fucking heat wave in the UK at the moment, yep. we're all sweltering, Mike's melted slightly, <laughs> um, and so we have got the windows open, otherwise we would end up hotboxing ourselves to death. It would be yeah. the equivalent of a dog trapped in a car. Yes, so if you, if you do hear any... Calcutta in no time. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear any ambient background noise, such as men shouting and car horns, the Music. odd knife fight. Yeah, monkey um, knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault. It's just... My bet's on gorgeous George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we ain't pretty no more. <laughs> oh, man. Gorgeous George versus Curious George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you do hear noises, yeah, that's why you can hear noises. Um, hot as fuck, guys. Yeah. Give us a break. Yeah. It's like the fourth fucking consecutive week on the road. We're all in shorts. It's fucking... It's, it's getting a bit much. It is. It? I've been trying really hard not to complain. Yeah, me too. And it's... When, you, when it's 30 degrees and you work where I do in a, in a, in a warehouse, it's essentially just a tin shed and it's 30 degrees... It's fucking yeah. hot. I know American listeners are now scoffing at us at 30 degrees. They, they have it a lot hotter, I know. But hey. Yeah, there's a place is... called Death Valley. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Clues in the name. It's fair enough. What does Bill Hicks say about uh, LA, living in LA, where he's like, it's fucking hot and sunny every day. Hot and sunny never fucking changes. There's no seasons. That's why he likes the UK, because we can have, uh, what does he say? Coffee and winter coats and rosy-cheeked women. <laughs> but at the moment, this is like LA. At the moment, everyone's rosy-cheeked through sunburn. <laughs> right. So, um, so we will start, as always, with the weird news. And this is this is your first episode. Hello. Um, we go through some weird shit we found online this week, and this will take anywhere half an hour, forty minutes. Depends how quickly we need a piss or a beer top up. <laughs> So, shall we start? Would you like to do the first one? Yeah, go on then, I will read this out. Okay. <laughs> Egypt Zoo, Zoo accused of painting donkey to look like a zebra. Fantastic. <laughs> wow. Apparently zebras are really expensive. <laughs> black paint isn't. No. <laughs> a zoo in Egypt, has, in Egypt has denied painting black stripes on a donkey to make it look like a zebra after a photo of the animal appeared online. Student... Mahmoud Saran put the images on Facebook after visiting Cairo's International Garden Municipal Park. Aside from its small size and pointy ears, there were also black smudges on its face. Also, the bloke who's, who painted it signed his signed it. <laughs> <laughs> they did his signature. 
He put a sign outside the outside the, the zebra pen. Painted and decorated Dave Evans and Sons. Want your dog painted? Give me a ring. <laughs> Make you look like a rat. <laughs> oh man. The pictures quickly went viral, with experts weighing in on the species of the animal. Oh god, I can imagine that. It's a fucking, it's a fucking donkey, a snowflake. Imagine just, just, just it it just, just goes political immediately. Like everything else on the net. It's a zebra, you chump sucking motherfucker. Hitler would have wanted that to happen. You fucking Nazi, it's a zebra. Oh, everyone's a Nazi these days. Yeah. Um, a vet contacted by local news group extranews.tv said that a zebra's snout is black, while its stripes are more consistent and parallel. Mr. Sahan told Extra News that the enclosure contained two animals and that they both had been painted. <laughs> well, why the fuck not? Well, I take it donkeys are two a penny. Oh, yeah, I imagine so. Well, you... Yeah, there's loads of donkeys. I mean, there? I've seen donkeys in Wales, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a great idea, but what happens if it rains? Well, it's in Egypt. Well, oh, yeah, good point. Well, well I was rain. about to say... Being... I mean, it does rain, but there's no... Now then, I, I work for a, a paint sort of wholesalers, paint varnish, that's, I should know about this, and I'm just thinking that any paint that's outdoor and is going to be weatherproof is going to be solvent-based, which I can imagine is probably not good for your skin, because uh, you either got water-based stuff or, yeah. or um, solvent-based stuff. Water-based stuff washes off with water. Yeah, yeah. Makes water. Sense. Uh, solvent based stuff, you know, last 10 years. My God, you so don't think they've stuck that to an animal? It's not going to be fucking good no. for it, is it? You like, don't think they've got a gold finger, that fucking donkey to <laughs> Well, you know, when Goldfinger spray paints that woman gold and mm. skin, skin suffocation. Yeah. Ah, right. You don't be. think they've done, well, I suppose he's not even stripes, Annie, but. Yeah. But either way, it's not. You, I mean, you don't fucking spray paint an animal, surely. Come on, I'm not a vet, I'm not a doctor, but I do sell paint. That's <laughs> the closest we've got here. It says avoid contact with eyes and skin on literally every fucking product I sell. You can't slap it on a donkey. And they must have painted it. Do you get white donkeys? Yeah, you get white donkeys. I think okay. they just put the black stripes on. Because if they're painted, they put a white undercoat on the poor bastard <laughs> as well. They've done an undercoat, left it dry a few hours. Well, you don't need two coats on this donkey. <laughs> Egypt's not a poor country, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah. I thought it was not, you know, not... It's like every country, the oligarchy are doing okay, but the poor people aren't. That's true. I'm surprised you can afford to go to the zoo. Mm. Well, you have to go to a zoo where they paint fucking donkeys oh, and zebras. So this is a <laughs> discount zoo. Yeah. yeah. And the whole... Oh, God, I don't know. See, I think zoo in Egypt, I think little monkey with a fez hat. <laughs> he steals your wallet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And gives you monkey aids? Yeah. Well, yeah. Only if you fuck it. <laughs> well, they're going to scratch you or something. Oh, yeah, but or butcher it. Apparently, we all think the first guy who got AIDS fucked the monkey. Apparently, he was butchering the monkey. Oh, and cut himself while doing it, yeah. It wasn't necessarily uh. showing his cock. Right down its throat. He could have been yeah. though. That's a Possibly. Shit, <laughs> it's a shit zoo though, isn't it? Where it's lonely in the bush. I feel very sorry for these donkeys. And did it? And how daft do they think people actually are? Um, if you're paying them money, they think you're incredibly daft. Well, that's very cheap because it, it, now I'm going to show my daftness because a zebra is in the horse family. Yeah. Is it not? I so think it is. I imagine it's fairly horsey sized. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. A donkey is. I don't it think they're, they're, they're as big as 
like big horses, yeah. but they're, they're a decent size. They're bigger than a donkey. They're bigger than that picture is, anyway. Yeah. In a way, I feel like fair play to the zoo. Yeah, you know, it's it's. We need God, a zebra. God loves a trier, as they say. <laughs> or Allah, in this case, is in Egypt. Yeah, Allah loves a trier. Sorry. Yeah, but come on. I mean, we can see on the we're looking at a photograph now. Clearly, some of this zebras. I'm doing air quotes. Stripes are quite smudged around the face. <laughs> yeah, they are. Region. And I don't think this person who did the painting actually Googled a picture of a zebra. No. And tried to match it up. It looks a bit like they've just thought, oh, I know what zebra White with black bits on, aren't they? Yeah, do some stripes. Stripe here, stripe here. You have to admire the balls on the guy to try it. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, I just hope it's not bad for the zebra's skin. The donkey skin. Donkey skin. You've been taking sorry. it already? <laughs> <laughs> Take my money! I'm going to sell you with a zebra donkey! <laughs> no, no yeah. I, yeah, poor poor old donkey, but good on him for trying. Yeah, give him a chance. Apparently, zebras cost like uh, $6,000 uh, for a wow. zoo. Um, as donkeys are ten a penny. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, see why they did it. Um, should we get the next one? Yeah. You're yeah. happy with the with the? It, it's definitely a donkey. I think even in all my expertise, I haven't seen that many zebras or donkeys. But in this photograph, that is clearly a fucking donkey with black spray paint on its face, scratching its its face on a fence. Yeah. That's a donkey. Size of its ears. That's true. He's got massive ears. Okay. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> I, so. say, I thought Egypt was doing all right as a country. The pyramids are there. Lots of people go on holiday there, but I guess that don't mean shit, does it really? When I stop and think about it. They do go on holiday, but you, you, I've got a mate who went to Egypt, and mm. you don't really go off the compound unless it's on an organised uh, tour bus. It's a Muslim. And he said that like they've literally got armed guards on the on the entrances and exits. And he was laid by the port that the terror alert had gone up. The, the, that Russian plane got bombed oh, God. when he was there. Yeah. The terror alert went up, so he's there, laid by the pool, having a thoroughly nice time, having a drink. Mm. And all of a sudden, a military helicopter gunship just sort of comes overhead and just hovers around for a bit, has a bit of a swivel round, looking around, and then fucks up. And you're like, and that point you thought, probably enjoy myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> was Egypt where those terrorists just opened up with? AKs on um, Tunisia. Tunisia. Oh, okay, because mm. I saw, I spoke about this film last week, but it, it was quite graphic some bits. American Assassins, that's how it opens up. A beach scene. They've just got engaged in the sea. Yeah. He goes off to the uh, to the bar by a celebrate, celebratory drink and people just start whipping out AKs and firing and the way it was shot, man, is very visceral and you're very like oh my god it's a living nightmare that, yeah. is. that is modern that's what terrorism is designed it's to do it's horrific scare and holly holiday goers in their little shorts though and they're yeah, yeah. <laughs> exploded in ah ugh, horrible anyway <laughs> it's, happy times it's usually an ak round and they're big rounds they don't mm. fuck about when they hit you yeah you're not gonna you know i don't want to get shot yeah but i'm lucky. never gonna go to egypt or tunisia yeah. so well we're lucky we live in a democracy or some kind of democracy. <laughs> well, won't be at soon least the facade of a democracy. It won't be soon when the government's got all the food. Well, no. <laughs> well, look, you can't buy handguns here, otherwise, if you could buy handguns in this country, people would be executing each other over road rage incidents. So you spilled my pint, you cunt. Oh, yeah. Pull it to the head. Thank God we don't have guns yeah. in this country. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry to bring you down, no. boys. Let's move on. Let's something more light-hearted. <laughs> From the, um, stop having sex with my hedge, Sheffield man's desperate plea to drunken louts. Now, this guy is uh, a middle-aged man, I'd say he's in his 50s, and he has spent a long time 
crafting a hedge outside his house to resemble a sort of sexy woman. Naked woman. Naked woman. She's, in your, she's in your classic, you know, sort of draw me like one of your French girls, Jack. Yeah. Kind of pose. One, yeah. Uh, one hand behind the head. Yeah. Um, so do you want to scroll down a bit, Mike? And um, Yeah. He has put a lot of effort into Yeah, that. he spent years doing it, apparently. A retired Sheffield art teacher has pledged with dr pleaded with drunken louts, pretending to have sex with his hedge. Pensioner <laughs> Keith T. Tyson has been carefully trimming the hedge outside his Georgian terraced home into the shape of a tastefully nude lady since 2005. Wow. Um, however, the 84-year-old... Oh, he's a bit old. He looks young. For, I didn't think he, he was does, 84. Yeah. Well, he's an art, art teacher, mate. He's had a life of... of I bet he never married. He's just been doing drugs and yeah, having sex with edge. <laughs> women half his age, probably whilst on mushrooms. Good on him. Anyway, yeah. sorry. He's continually awakened in the early hours of the morning by quote low lifes <laughs> trying to straddle his bush, <laughs> which he has named Gloria. <laughs> Mr. Tyson said he has to make regular repairs to the hedge and is now considering putting up a sign to address the issue. Now, that's British. That is not going to work. That is so sign. British. I'm going to put a sign up. Yeah. It's very British, but it's only going to encourage yeah. more. Because yeah. people will want to take the selfie or the Facebook picture of you humping the hedge while the sign is visible that says, don't hump the hedge. Yeah. Well, he says you get drunks publicly undressed and having fun with her in the middle of the night. Like, actually... I've been awakened many times, many by when, men, sometimes also by women, messing about with him and making a lot of hysterical noises. Well, the thing I would say to him, really, is... Don't have a giant, head-shaped yeah. woman... In a provocative pose, in your front garden. Stick it in the back garden. Let's break this down to its, its component parts. He is saying, I have a giant head mm. shaped like a naked woman in my front lawn, and people keep trying to have sex with it. I'm outraged. And you've just answered the mm -hmm. question, right, yourself. Don't have. Most people do ducks. Yeah. I think it's a head shape. Yeah. Uh, well, people like to do a bit of Art Deco style. I see a lot of them when I'm out on me rounds. You know, I've even seen an Elvis, an Elvis head. That's wow. pretty cool. What's wrong with a swan? Mm. Why is it got to be? You know, he's an art teacher. He could go in the house and paint a nice. I'd, I'd get rid of the hedge personally. Myself. Yeah. I'd, I realise that he should be able to have what he wants. Yeah. And it not be interfered with. But the is it that important? Is, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just give in. He could just let it grow and into a normal head shape mm. now. And just, oh, you know what, I've had enough of that. Does he live near students? I don't know. Because like, I do a delivery to a place in... Um, it's in South Wales, but the guy who owns the place is English and very well spoken. One of the things we sell is um, like a, a, a classic metal dustbin. With a, oh, with yeah. Lid. And so they're in a stack and um, I put the stack outside the shop because that's where he keeps them to sell them. And I put the lids, a stack of lids, on top. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. Please bring the lids inside. I said, all right. And he said, the bloody students walk past and use them as shields. <laughs> and I'm sick of it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's this good. We can't even walk past a stack of bin lids without somebody being, I'm Captain America! <laughs> so, am I surprised that somebody tries to give his bush a fucking titwank? No. <laughs> no. Or get a titwank, sorry, off his bush. Well, apparently he says that um, three weeks ago he looked at the window at 4.30 in the morning and there was a man acting like he was shagging her. Oh. It's offensive and appalling and it's damaging her figure. Privets don't respond well to being manipulated like that. 
It's changing the shape of her th legs and thighs, and it's annoying because I spend a lot of time trying to keep her in good order, and I don't want to spend any more time doing it. Cut it down. Yeah. He named her after a local prostitute, apparently, Gloria. <laughs> I told you he'd lived a life. You're right, he was man, one yeah. of um, several ladies of the night artists. Keith often saw wondering his own Georgian street nestled right next to Sheffield's busy nightlife. Wondering his own street or wondering the corridors of his own well, home. Well, <laughs> he, he does go on to have a bit of a disclaimer where he says that he wasn't deeply acquainted with the real Gloria. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. And my name's Bob. <laughs> So yeah, don't put a, a don't trim your head into a naked woman and expect no one to jokingly, drunkenly have sex with. And the fact that she's based on a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these drugs were. It's fucking Gloria. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell! I can't believe it. Gloria, you're back. <laughs> In hedge form. I heard you died years ago. Oh. Let's have a freebie for old times' sake. You want to trim your inside? No. <laughs> you want to trim your bush, love? <laughs> a bit more prickly than I remember, Gloria. No, I was going to say it used to be smoother than this. <laughs> uh, uh, Bless. Yeah. Next one. Yeah. Gloria. Good on him. He's good at. He's, he is obviously good at bush sculpting. He should just sculpt something else. Yeah. So yeah, that's my final say. And this one is from um, Right Wing Watch. And it's an American family radio warns listeners of satanic conspiracy behind Bigfoot. And I like Bigfoot. I don't want to see him get mixed up in satanic all of this. Satanic Bigfoot? Satanic Bigfoot would be yeah, cool. That's a, that's a good band. Imagine if he's got like fucking a pentagram branded into his oh, yeah, sloping good. forehead. That's a good BB. Yeah. Or yeah. a comic book. Satanic Bigfoot. Horns. Horns, definitely, yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like to see the real Bigfoot getting mixed up in all of this. No, he's a friendly fellow, isn't he's he? He's a friend of the show, I like to think. Oh, well, I've seen the Hendersons. Yeah. He's a lovely bloke. He's very nice. He does a good car, uh, no, uh, police siren impression, doesn't he, to get up the highway quickly? He does. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yes, um, before we drift onto lunacy. Um, <laughs> before, before. Let's have some more lunacy. Um, religious right radio host Janet Mefford and former Family Research Council fellow Tim Daly told American Family Radio listeners that urban legends surrounding Bigfoot and UFO sightings are not only real, but also part of a secret plot the devil is carrying out on Earth. Oh, he's bringing the aliens into it now. It's a secret plot. Well, let's find out. Daly said it was telling that many, many reliable observers have reported spotting Bigfoot, but claim that yet there is a virtual absence of tangible proof that would convince the sceptical public that such claims are credible. It's real. It's a projection. It's a demonic virtual reality. But it's not nuts and bolts in this case. Flesh and blood creatures, Daly said. Yeah. Mm. Method... Method went on to ask Daly why no one ever takes big, a picture of Bigfoot at noon when someone could take a well-lit photograph. Daly said the devil designs Bigfoot sightings to happen when it's too dark to take clear uh, photographs. That, so obviously he's never heard of night vision. That tricksy devil. <laughs> or, 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 or a flash. Or a flash. You know. Fuck's sake, we, we, we get pictures of lions and leopards and tigers in the jungle, all sorts of wildlife. Yeah. You know, we just leave cameras there, they wander up to them. Okay, maybe they're more common than Bigfoots, but... Yeah. That's not proof that there isn't Bigfoots. No. Or that there is. No. The vast majority happen in the dead of night and you wonder, why is this? And then if you remember the biblical verse about the powers of oh. darkness that love darkness rather yeah. than light. That's right. That's important, Method replied. She went on to ask Daly, what could possibly be the reason 
the devil might be motivated to make an appearance, even if it's a UFO or an alien that someone sees. Why would the devil do this? Let's find out. It's part of the devil's modus operandi. Ooh. He's always used this kind of phenomena to once again destabilise, to engender fear, to open us up to the possibilities of other realities and other beings. And then we begin getting involved with demonic spirits. So yeah, all through history there have been many, many different varieties of beings that are primarily spiritual beings that have terrorised civilizations and peoples and non-Christian cultures are very aware of this, Daly said. Yeah, I'm just going to call bullshit. I don't, mm. I don't think that... Uh... I don't think Bigfoot's mixed up in all of that. I think he's a nice guy. The aliens yeah. might be. Especially surely, the greys, creepy little sexist bastards. Surely the Christians have got you know, bigger fish to fry than Bigfoot. Ah, uh, but you see, it's, if, you, if, you, if you're hunting for Bigfoot, trying to find proof of Bigfoot, you're not searching for God. You're searching for the devil? You're searching for the devil. What if Bigfoot is the son of God? Oh, what if he's Jesus ah. Christ? He's come back, but he's so scared because he was killed on a cross and every time he goes near any sort of built-up town or civilization, he sees fucking crosses everywhere on yeah. the tops of these buildings. Yeah, he's like, oh, fucking hell, I'm not going near that. Jesus Christ, they don't like my kind. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, it, hang on, so no, it's not Jesus. Oh, me! You've got yeah. a point there, guys. It's a very odd thing to have as a Christian, the thing yeah, that, that killed your saviour. Yeah, you're wearing it around your neck. I mean, I know they say right. that he died for our sins, but it's still morbid, isn't it? If Hulk Hogan gets hit by a milk truck... Do you think I'm going to walk around with fucking milk truck fucking necklaces? And, <laughs> am I fucking... The last thing I'm ever going to want to think about is a fucking milk truck. <laughs> fucking weirdo masochistic Christians. You wonder why he won't come back. I'm the, the blood and the... Uh, well, it's a death flesh, cult, isn't it? Christ. It is a death cult, effectively. Of course it is. Uh. Yeah. Fuckers. Well, not all of you. Some of you. Hulk Hogan, he's a Christian, but I mean... No, the, 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 you get some perfectly fine, normal Christians who just yeah. bow their head occasionally, go to church... Like the Muslims. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's the extreme on each side, isn't it? You've mm. got, on, on one yeah. side, you've got ISIS. On the other side, you've got yeah. Mike Pence and the evil I love that meme. You must have seen that meme, Mike, of where it's got a picture of the Ku Klux Klan at the top, and it says, not all white people are like this. And then at the bottom, a picture of your typical ISIS-looking, not all Muslims are like this. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, we know that. We're just talking to you, listener. Yeah, yeah you. <laughs> Some of you. Yeah, you. The one that's thinking right now. Yeah, yeah, you. So anyway. Oh man, well, I know it's a recent like to the page is is a is a Trump fan. Look, don't get me started because I'm just I'm just saying he, he may not be a fan for long uh, of the show for long. Yeah, pretty like Donnie still. But we take the piss out of Trump and Trump supporters, but we don't turn around and say, "But you, you're a Nazi for doing it." You're allowed if you. Yeah, you're allowed yeah. to yeah. disagree. Well, sure, you're allowed to vote for whoever you want to. Exactly, we're not like alt right. We're not fucking uber left wing. We're, we're, we're here to kind of central. We're here to just to plow through the fucking bullshit mm. that surrounds all these people, which it does. I mean, you know. To help you make your mind up better, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. That's all you can ever do, isn't it? You've got to try and be... Same for us. We're you've also got to be open to... Because it happens a lot on the show. You guys will tell me something that I didn't know previously. Or a viewpoint that I hadn't looked at it from that way before. And then you see, you're like, oh, oh, I didn't think of it that way. And you're like, but you've got to be willing to... should always be fluid, shouldn't it? You're... Yeah, because no, we're not finished products. None of us, doesn't matter how old you are, you're not a finished product. There's always new data and info coming in, and surely you, you, it's up to you to process that and uh, wring your brain out a bit. And... Yeah, so why are we talking about that? Um, we were just on about genuinely... Back the... to Satanic Bigfoot. I'm lost <laughs> already, boys. It was just, no, I think it was more that we were making the point that 
you know, there's a lot of normal Christians, a lot of normal yes, Muslims, it. and these people are, are just the extreme. And the extremes, these people, in my opinion, are no different than than ISIS or the Taliban. Yeah. If they if no. they felt they needed to take up arms and mm. try and take over America, they would. Well, you've all seen that Christian woman with a gun and a Bible, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Next to the ISIS guy with a gun and the Quran. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah, I know the difference because that woman was an Air well, Force wife. Skin colour is the difference. Um, well, yeah. Ironically, the story <laughs> behind that, she's, she was an Air Force wife. Her husband was away serving in, in Iraq. She's there posing with the Bible, the flag, and her M16. She was getting nailed by her fucking neighbour while he was away. Uh, ain't that always the Isn't way? that one of the uh, Ten Commandments? Shouldn't commit adultery. Yeah. Oh, dear. Not very Christian. Not at all. Uh, no, they just say love their neighbour, bit of a contradiction. Yeah, you, you should be proud of me because I avoided a, getting into it with the uh, with the Facebook followers because I can't work out how to comment as me and not the page. But uh, we, we did that meme, and I've seen it before, it's great, of um, the picture of the T-1000. Uh, this officer was killed, uh, can we get an amen? And I clicked on his profile and he's a, he's a religious guy. He's the one who wrote... Not worth an amen, something like that? Yeah, something he was like, yeah, great movie, but you're not getting an amen, as if... You know, we actually wanted one. As if we were trying to genuinely trick anybody. There was an amen, though, from somebody. Yeah, yeah, but told, <laughs> yeah that's probably told, ironic, in all fairness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was sort of, his comment, <laughs> I took it as sort of saying, well done trying to trick us, I know that's a movie, and you're not getting an amen. And I was desperate to comment, well, that's not very Christian of you, is it? <laughs> yeah. I can comment as myself on, on the post. I can't work I it out on my phone, someone's going to have to show me, because... Well, we've seen what happens when I comment. As the that's page. true. You're banned from commenting. Anyway. Yes, that's worse. I'm banned myself. I don't comment because I can't work out how to comment as me. Uh, please, somebody who's listening, let us know if you know how Facebook works better than I do. I know how to do it if I'm doing it from a PC, but from my phone on the app, how do I do it? Well, that's well, your shoddy be, Android phones. There might not be Facebook much longer. Oh, I heard. How much did they lose? Biggest drop in uh, history. Was it 111 billion in a yeah. of hours? Yeah. Was that just off the stock price? Yeah. Something? Why is that? Something's coming. It's because they're down in users and they're down in advertisers. Yeah. Well, my friend's it's not a good daughter, trend to be in. No. Well, we're all in our mid-30s sitting here talking to you, listener, and uh, my friend who's a little older than me, his daughter, quote, the other day said, Facebook is for old people. Wow. <laughs> She's a 16-year-old. To what? her, Facebook is for old people. What are they all on now, then? Fuck knows, but they've obviously got t- something else. Apparently, something hipper. Yeah. Eh? Something hipper and new. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Facebook yeah. is for old people, so... I guess it is. I mean, it's been around a long time. Yeah. I remember reluctantly giving up my MySpace profile to I go remember onto Facebook. It was somebody we went to school with, I could tell you off there, but um, a girl we went to school with, I remember saying to me, literally, on MySpace, what are you doing on here? Everyone from Arthur Wood, everyone's on Facebook. And I was like, well, I like MySpace. I've got me song and me... You know, my yeah. picture in the background. She's like, trust me, there's way more people on, face, uh, on Facebook. Yeah, so that's what made me aware of Facebook. Somebody smartening me up on my saying, what are you doing on here, dick? <laughs> <laughs> and that's got to be well over 10 years, years ago, ago, isn't it? It's got to be 15 years Facebook's been about. No. Oh. Maybe 10. Ten definitely. Mm. At least 10, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, actually, you might be right, yeah. I think ten. I joined about seven or eight years ago, Facebook. Mm. So they've lost this... I mean, I do, I'm a fan of it. I also understand the dangers. We've talked about it on the show before. We'll do a Facebook episode one oh, day. Oh, fuck yeah. It's very insidious, but I'm also f- openly quite addicted to it. I do find myself looking at it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I never really comment or post a great deal. I only really, really share the show. Reading. 
But I find myself reading it. It gives you some great insights into people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of my, my reggae box is a, is a Facebook thing that I've seen resurface recently that I, I think is and shared by people I would consider sensible and reasonable. Well, that is so an uh, almost perfect segue, isn't it? Mm, we, have we had mm-hmm. the last news yeah. story? Should we segue into... Oh, it says me and I'm in charge of finding the theme tune. Would uh, someone like to explain the reggae box so they're not listening to my voice constantly? Well, <laughs> the reggae, because Ben likes a lot of things, but he also hates a lot of things. And the one thing he really hates is reggae music. And um, so we've joked that he has a box called the reggae box, where all the things that Ben hates get placed and then they disappear forever. It's um, a little bit like Room 101, but completely in a <laughs> different yeah. original yeah. and non-copyright <laughs> infringement. Thank you, fuck you, bye. The reggae box. So Ben, tell us yeah, what is um, in the reggae box. It's a it's a meme that's. It was around a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's resurfaced with a vengeance now. And I remember hating it at the time. And it's it's been shared by a lot of people that I know who I consider to be reasonable, rational people. And it reads: Migrants will be charged by A and E. Foreigners to be billed for emergency treatment. They will be billed between 20 quid and 100 quid for a consultation on top of the cost of their treatment with staff presenting chip and pin machines at their bedsides. Share if you agree with this. Now, part of me thinks that's a terrible, you're a terrible human being for even thinking that because no one should be left, no one in this country, I know it's different in other countries. If you haven't got be, your plastic on, if you I haven't got me, If I haven't got my wallet on me, I'll touch shit, mate, go and bleed out in the gutter. Fuck. You know, I think that's We're fucking. Human. I think that's inhumane, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if these people want to go to Spain and get injured. They want free. They would expect it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they would. Ah, but they get their E one eleven card, which does mm-hmm. get basically they like the NHS pays the Spanish. Yeah. Either way, if yeah. you get injured, you can get it free, yeah. can't you? Yeah. Um, it's essentially racism. That's it is, and this is, and this is my other yeah. thing that annoys me about it. Not just that bit. It's 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 the slow, gradual rise. Of of the, the what we don't I don't want to see as a, a fascist state mm. because you've got people, people oh yeah oh, he's he's brown yeah. fuck mm. him then well uh, but the thing is it says migrants and this puzzles me because it's it's basically saying like we we know a lot of Polish people guys I don't know about you do. like we yeah. work with a lot um, you're saying migrants well they're migrants yeah they're here they're working they're paying their taxes they're paying their national insurance. Yeah. So if, he gets in, you. so if he gets injured and he goes to the hospital, you're going to charge him money even though he's yeah. paying his taxes and contributing towards the system. Well, what kind of cunt are you? Yeah. Why, would you, want to see people, through, why would you want no, to see people suffer? That's what these things are designed to do. They're just designed to trigger you. It's an emotional reaction. Yeah, yeah. But you're showing that not only you a bit of a sociopath and quite inhumane you're also showing you're a fucking thick bastard showing your attention span as well as it you, you're skimming it through going yeah I agree with that without one sec we broke it down within a few seconds and what you've just said there about a Polish person being a migrant who already pays their tax and their um, um, national insurance so they're already entitled to their NHS treatment yeah. no matter what you say right so why are you going to stick a machine in their face there and say no you've got to pay cash again they haven't thought that bit through yeah. have they they're thinking asylum seeker. They're thinking 
they're thinking what they've been bombarded with and poisoned yeah, with. They it. think we're under siege from an influx of just. Oh, we've got our Shia law next. Oh, you know. When you got when you got the sword in the Daily Mail saying you know mm. things like these people are parasites. Yeah, they're, they're going to turn us into a fucking Islamic fucking state mm. with Sharia Sharia law. People yeah. believe this. Yeah. Did you see the article? It was quite good that Trump had mentioned no go zones. He did. Birmingham. Right. Birmingham yeah, as well. It was yeah. in it. It's a place called Tower Hamlets. Yes, um, yeah. And some guy did an article where he went down there and had a wander around, spent the day and found some very sort of a hipster, top-end sort of street food type joint. You know, he, he wasn't forced to wear a burqa and fucking execute, let's put it that way. He had a rather nice time wandering around. Yeah. Um, but Trump mentioned it as a London is a genuinely nice city. Buzzwords. It's fake news now. Fake, yeah. uh, the post with the apocalypse. The yeah. fake news thing. David Icke said it in there. It's wonderful. One of our favourite podcasts. Uh, those conspiracy guys. Yeah, he actually liked my coming to back to you. He did, yeah. yeah. Man. So, so I was like, like yeah, nice one, A few of our things actually. It makes me feel because they're in the top um, top ten podcasts. They are now, yeah. So yeah. congratulations. Uh, yeah. If, if, never know might be listening Gordo you're an inspiration part of the reason why we started doing this so anyway they're interviewing David Icke and am I going to remember where I was going with that shit <laughs> I've fallen down a weed hole <laughs> massive oh that's it the fact that Donald Trump coming out with the fake news thing is the biggest fucking hoax in the history of the world because fake news is all we've ever really had if yeah. you break it without putting your tinfoil hat on We've always had fake We've news. We've been through this in the fake news yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, they're setting it up as to say, like, no, anything alternative is fake. Well, we tells you the only thing you can trust. And he spouts out the most <laughs> infactual <laughs> fucking shit. Well, this is the point. It's like, before, they at least tried to hide it. Mm. And now it's like, I mean, there's a, a, the, oh, the very dude. first example of, of the, the Trump administration fake news was the inauguration crowd, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Right? That's the very first example. Setting the bar from day one. Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah, the, the inauguration, bigger than Obama's, biggest ever, and it's like, well, there's a picture. Obviously, isn't well, it was, but it isn't. Well, that's an alternative fact. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's a lie. But the minute you remove the word lie yeah. from from the news and just call it fake, it's not as bad, is it? Exactly. It's a, look the name of our podcast. We're cutting through the bull, or trying to. It's yeah. a post-truth apocalypse. That's where we live now in a world where post-truth is okay. They're allowed to lie. Yeah. And, and no one does it more than, than the Trump and administration. The, and the, the corporate, I mean, the everything corporate, he says. The corporate companies and news mm. organisations, they love this. They love yeah. it. Because it... They it, can it, post it, lies. They it, can yeah. just make shit up. Because it backs up their beliefs. Yeah. Remember the picture of the two papers that I sent you? The same hmm. newspaper printed in different markets mm -hmm. in America. With identical looking, with the headline... I, I don't know which market was which, but one headline says, Trump gets soft on traders or whoever he was talking to same paper same day in a different area trump gets tough on traders or yeah. whoever he was talking to they're not daft they're trying to sell fucking papers don't give a fuck about no. the truth they're trying to make i think money. about that we've got news corporations that don't really care about the truth yeah <laughs> that's it's that's not... the world we live in guys yeah it's fucking insane but we here for doing this and asking things we're fucking conspiracy theorists, yeah. we're fucking yeah. stupid, we're tinfoil hats, we're stoners, we're, we're trolls. We're trolls, sick trolls, sick aren't we? Sick trolls, we've been called for questioning, daring to question the narrative. And, uh, and I heard a quote the other day, that's, there's a new conspiracy theory podcast come out called, literally, Conspiracy Theories, and it's done oh, with... Oh man, how come we didn't get that name? Well, it's done with one of these big 
companies have got money behind them anyway. So oh, so they're, they're actually just they're, a fake news corporation well, setting bit. themselves up as an independent media like we are. Well, they're bound to get billions of downloads right from the off. But anyway, they do come up with a good sort of quote at the start where they say, look, sometimes the official story is the truth. I, I agree with that. Sometimes. Yeah. But quite often... Princess Diana. Hey. <laughs> quite often, it's fucking not. Okay, Hawkins. And we know that, and there's nothing wrong with fucking questioning it. They were they're nope. owls, Ben. <laughs> Best thing is to gain multiple sources of information for each yeah. topic you read. That's about. what you're taught. Uni, uh, innit? Yeah. Right. If you're doing a paper, you don't just quote from one book. You try. You want a really good grade. Yeah. You find an opposing view, and you give your fucking yeah. thoughts on having you know these different sources. Your but people your man sharing the meme, though. Yeah. Sorry, my, the, the man sharing the meme. Back to what we started with. He's not thinking that, is no, he? they don't have critical thinking. That's what it's, yes. Critical yeah. thinking. They don't, they don't but, teach it now. But do we know but that from going to, to college? Sort of A-levels and beyond. Mm. But do we know that from doing our A-levels and then moving on a bit higher, going more than your school education, basically, which all three of us have, do we know that from there, or is that a personality trait of ours? Do you see what I'm saying? Is it something that has to be taught, critical thinking, or are we just, is it our nature? I think I, we need both. I think that the scene we were in kind of how we, we all mm. listen to, to rock and metal, and it's, and it's some of it is quite political. Mm. And when you hear them singing about something political, you then go and find out what that was, and you're like, mm. oh, right, okay. Yeah. And then that just kind of spirals then, because you start to true. take an interest in things. You start to branch out. I, I think that might have. Not, I'm not saying that's the major point behind it, but that no. could certainly be a little factor. Yeah. And like we've we've took we've touched on this so many times. The echo chamber of Facebook. Mm. People see that meme and they're sharing it for multiple reasons. It's because getting a like is dopamine hit. Yeah, yeah, the way it works psychologically. Oh, someone agrees with me. Somebody likes yeah. me. Somebody's paying attention. I'm the same. I'm addicted to it. So I'm not talking anybody down by saying this, but. You know, it's it's the fucking echo chamber. Yeah, but yours, yours, bring it all the way back. Mm. You're actually saying that people I know and work with and have a laugh with or meet out for a drink, mm. oh, if they got knocked over by a car, fuck them. Yeah, but you Make know they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. It's just Facebook. Yeah, I know. People behave differently. There's something psychological but, happening. It, it, it's Plus, it's like faceless people they don't know, they don't yeah. care about. Yeah. It's giving you... Because you wouldn't say... That person who shared that wouldn't sit in the canteen, the multiracial, multiracial, multi-ethnic, multinational uh, staff room at your place, wouldn't sit there and confidently spout that. You! You over there! Yeah. Right? You should you should get treatment in the hospital. They wouldn't do it. No, they, they wouldn't. wouldn't. And if that bloke got hit by a forklift or something... The guy sharing that meme, probably his human nature would kick in and he'd probably rush over to help. Actually, the person who I got that from <laughs> is a first aider. Well, there you go. So, so I suppose they won't be using our bandages on them if they get hurt. Oh. Oh, sorry, mate, 20 quid for this bandage. Well, thank fuck that for every fucker like that, there is at least one other, at least one, that I mean, has to be right-thinking person. And take some comfort in that people behave differently on Facebook and he probably doesn't truly deeply actually feel that way you yeah. haven't seen the uh, the latest Ali G sort of thing have you oh, oh no gosh, I, fucking I, I've, hell. Seen, I've seen the trailers but I watched it well was that a trailer or that was the episode that was the episode I watched it the... it's fucking insane yeah. <laughs> episode 2 is fucking just as mad really there's a guy he goes down to the south spoilers potential yeah, spoilers, spoilers here spoilers 
and he says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna build. How, how do you want three hundred and fifty million dollars worth of investment mm. in your community?" And all the rednecks are like, "Yeah." And then he unveils it, and he says, "We're gonna build a brand new biggest mosque outside of an Islamic world." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it is fucking hilarious. Oh, and they're like, basically, you know, they're going crazy. Basically, yeah, get out of here. We don't want this shit here. We, want, we don't want any Muslims around here. All this shit. And one guy's even like, you know. The, the blacks are lucky that we tolerate them. <gasps> oh, I swear oh, to hey. God, I swear God. to God, it is unbelievable. And in the end, he's like, uh, one of the guys like, now I know why you told us it was a no-gun event. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shit. Of course. They banned guns from the meeting yeah. because he knew yeah. people were going to get rolled up. I'll tell you what, though, he's, he's fucking fuck. brave because oh, I think oh, even oh. if there is a no-gun rule... You can guarantee some fuckers got a conceal and carry license. They get threatening. They get threatening. Yeah. But they still could have done. They could have rioted and beat the shit out of him with his own shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious of, and frightening at the same yeah, time. The I gun see. one was bad enough. Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, there was like kids, preschoolers being taught to shoot. No, no. You know, two to the chest, one to the head. It was, <laughs> they had like. Guns hidden in. He had an Uzi hidden in a in a fucking teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. There was an one. RPG dragon. There was one for twelve to twenty four months where it was a pull cord. Yeah. And the mouth opened in the bed and it shot someone. Yeah. He's like, make the bad man go for a long nap. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh man. Oh. oh it's insane. But that was yeah. reggae box. Yeah. I, it's um. I, I just I, I've seen that crop up a lot recently and it bugged me quite a lot. I think it quite rightly deserves to go in the reggae yeah, box oh, and definitely. the people that share it. So um, Push him in. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the reggae box. I think we'll probably... Do I get to shoot it like, this is Sparta and kick me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, need a, we need to find the sound effect online of, of a chest closing shut, you know. Yes, definitely. Um, so, yeah, should we probably call it break? Yeah. Isn't it? When we come back, we're going to discuss the DC sniper, sometimes called the Beltway sniper. Bit of true crime with a little a little conspiracy twist at the end. Yeah, as always. So join us. So uh, let's get to the the main thrust of today's topic, which is the uh, the DC sniper, sometimes called the Beltway sniper. So the DC sniper attacks were a series of coordinated shootings that occurred during three weeks in October two thousand and two. The snipers were John Allen Mohammed, forty one at the time and Lee Boyd Malvo, 17 at the time, and they travelled around in a blue 1990s Chevrolet Caprice sedan, mm. which had been converted into a mobile sniper nest. Oof. Yes, I don't want to ever sound like I'm praising them, but the ingenuity, I mean, are we going to spoil it up front? Or? I've got a bit about it at the end, about, the, the mobile, about the, how the car was modified. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's we'll quite ingenious and very simple. But, um, sickening genius. Yes, I think that that's the best way of describing it. Um, now, in September 2003, Mohammed was sentenced to death. The sentence was carried out on November 10th, 2009, by lethal injection. Because Malvo was only 17, he's an adolescent, he can't be tried as an adult, even though he did most of the shooting, he was sentenced to six consecutive life sentences without parole. I never understand the whole, have six life sentences without parole. Just give him one life sentence without parole. He's only, he's, what are you do? Keep him there for like... Let him die. Right. How long do you live? Seventy. All right. Another fucking seventy times five years in for yeah. you, mate. Keep him in that cell. It's they use daft, ne- necromancy it? to bring him back to life. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's what it is. It is daft, isn't it? Yeah. Why not just say he ain't getting out? Yeah. Yeah. 
Shall I go through the history of uh, the term sniper? Um, can I just say that ten people were killed in these oh. these attacks? Yeah. Um, just random people going about their day to day lives. So yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah, they yeah. were sniped, and if uh, Mike wants to tell us... A bit more, but everyone knows what a sniper is, but Mike will go into the background a little bit. Where does the word come from? Yes, it originated in the 19th century with the British Army in India. The sniper is a small and fast game foul, an extremely difficult target. Yeah, so you hit one of them, uh, you're a good shot. Right, OK. But the modern it. snipers were sort of during the American Civil War. Yeah, the sharpshooters, yeah. General Hurain Badan was an exponent of the art and helped perfect the techniques. There was actually an American Civil War general, and it's quite famous, famous quote. He says, he's got the sharp, the sharpshooters are quite a distance away. He's on his horse, and I'm like, sir, you should get down off your horse, the sharpshooters over there. He says, don't worry, they couldn't hit an elephant at this rat. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, the first army school of sniping, observing and scouting was um, organised by the Brits by Major Hesketh Pritchard. Oh, what year was that, do you know? Um, during the First World War, I think. Because no, we had the, um, in the Napoleonic Wars, we had the Royal Green Jackets, which was Sharp, the 95th Rifles. Oh, I love that show. Dad loves yeah. Sharp. Everyone loves Sharp. The books and the series. I've got all the books myself, oh, actually, and, uh, and I do love the show. Though in the later years, it went a bit, you could tell the budget wasn't there. It, was, it had a better thing. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, um, the, the 95th were, the experimental corps arrived and they focused on marksmanship and individuality, mm. wearing dark green uniforms to blend in a little bit better. Well, I think the key... Whereas standing around in a red coat in the forest, yeah, not yeah. the best thing. There is actually the a sniping is... manual, army manual, mm. online. It's oh. like 100 pages long. Mm. It goes through everything from camouflage to techniques, you know. The thing is, there's a lot of maths involved in sniping the, as well. The key distinction to make, I think, is that snipers that we're talking about are all involved in warfare yes now we might not always agree with their intentions and what have you but they're involved in the rules of war you know you don't want to get caught as a sniper the though. sniper we're talking about in dc this part of my french motherfucker and his yeah. mate, were shooting legitimately Civilians. random people misuse the word random oh i randomly saw that no no these were random people yeah Mainly at gas stations and Not car criminals. parks outside, because mm. they're standing still for a while, aren't they? Would you say it was opportunist? Uh, I'd say they weren't. Um, maybe they weren't. They were looking for that e the easiest shot they could have. Yeah. To, yeah. I think they were picking the people, picking the location so first. I imagine. Them, so you, you pick a car park, you pick a petrol station. Mm. Well, you, what you're doing while you're filling your tank up? Yes, yeah, that's Well, we're skipping ahead yeah. now. Yeah, they are, to yeah. To be fair, but the, one of the victims was a man and his wife loading their car. Yeah. And he was going to shoot the man. Uh, he told the interviewers, uh, I had the man in my sights, that's who was going to shoot, but he went round the side and his wife came to the back of the car, so I just, fuck it. She blew her head off. Yeah. Bullet came out the front of her face. Wow. I saw the documentary, it showed the sort of D, uh, DGI, CGI sort of sculpt of her skull and yeah like small entry wound big back of wound. the head front of the head yeah it was a 223 uh, caliber bushmaster rifle that was stolen a bushmaster th this particular model was in a, layman's terms uh, point two two three is the caliber not the biggest round right okay but is that accurate or? um it, well, the, the rifle they're firing it from made by, is made by bushmaster who also do a lot of military contracts in the u.s Okay. Do you think they just used what they could get hold of? It I think he, it was stolen. Purpose. But uh, okay. this is this would be considered. A, it was like a bit of an M16 clone. 
Okay. So it's that kind of looking rifle. They've got a hologram, holographic scope on the top, right, which is cool. um, <laughs> like a bit of a scope, and it's got a little red dot in it. And it's not yeah. quite—it's not a red dot sight, but it's a bit more mm. powerful than that. It's got a bit okay. of zoom on it. Yeah. It's accurate up to about three hundred meters with that scope. Fuck. So some serious hardware. But in America, am I showing my ignorance? Can you not, with the correct licenses, just walk into your local gun store and buy that? I, I presume so. I, I don't but he bought his. He, well, he stole this. This was stolen. stolen. We'll start with the attacks. 5:20 p.m. October the second, 2002. A shot was fired at the window of a Mitchell's craft store, Michael's craft store, narrowly missing cashier and Chapman. He's zooming missed then. So the first shot was a miss. Yeah, oh. but strange, strangely, this is what I, I I wrote strangely. No one was injured. No alarms were raised. It's mm. like, oh, someone's just fired a shot through the window. Oh, and it's nearly hit me, that did. I thought the first shooting, wasn't it a man in the supermarket? Yes, um, but that's the first shot that was fired. Oh, so they, so their first shot, they've completely they missed it, yeah. Missed. I think that was the only one they missed as well. Yeah, it was. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to read an article later. You've already disproved it, but it, it did come from a, I think, fairly Christian, insane website. That, um, there were 13 shots fired and 10 murders. Right, oh, so did 12 hit then and this one missed? I yeah. guess they this shot one. somebody twice. Yeah. Oh, fuckers. So, yeah, but that's insane. So you're just doing your, you're working away and a, a bullet comes through the window and because nobody dies, you're just like, huh? oh, well. Oh, well. Nah. No, don't want to ring the police, eh? Don't worry them. It is America. Oh, yeah, I don't know how rough that part of town is. <laughs> but I guess yeah. any part of any town as well. Everybody's yeah. packing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I'm trying yeah. to bring the, the funny to a very serious <laughs> subject. <laughs> However, about an hour later, James Martin, a 55-year-old programme analyst, was shot and killed in the car park of a shopper's food warehouse store. So oh, again, he's loading his shopping in. Yeah. He stood reasonably still. Mm. Boom. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of these were chest shots as well. There were probably a few headshots, but... Is I'd imagine most of them are going there? for the centre mass here. Is that an easier shot? It's an easier shot. You're right. always trained to aim for the centre mass because it's a bigger target. Right. Well, it's not, as, not as instant. It's still going to be fairly fast. Oh, you, yeah, it? you could get a chest shot, you know, lungs, heart. There's a lot of stuff. You can break your ribs. You can ricochet off your ribs, uh, ricochet what? around. It's not, a big, it's not a big bullet. It could do a uh, lot of damage. Well, I heard that when you're hunting animals, actually, uh, a lung shot is a quicker kill, a more humane kill on certain big... I heard it on Joe Rogan with arrows shoot because he's a bow hunter. I think he's on about mooses. Oh, man. On bears and stuff. Yeah, apparently a lung shot that pierces all the way through, you're going to have way more likelihood of killing the animal than going for the headshot, apparently. That's what a good hunter would do. Forgive bigger me, target, listener. Bigger target yeah. as well. Well, think about it, I suppose. Forgive me, listener, if you're an expert. I'm a fucking idiot just chatting to my friends, spatting out my bum. But I think if you think about the lot the logic of it if it goes pierces the lungs I mean how long do you survive without oxygen oh yeah it's over fast isn't it Let's and you say, can it's not going to go very far you can walk yeah. behind it finish it off you it's quicker just, I suppose yeah drop quick isn't it as soon as the because if you maybe go for the head and it pierces but doesn't go into the brain it might run around a lot it might have to wait for it to bleed out could take I think the lungs 
But I don't know if that's got anything I to do with it. I think a headshot's but... pretty instantaneous, yeah, isn't it? If you depends. pin the skull. It, but well, if you miss it, it doesn't well, go miss, through. If you bounce off the skull, it could graze the skull. People yeah. can survive There's being shot reason. in the head by it. Mm, I you think it's the skull missing the brain. I don't know. I'm sure the reason he gave. Okay, yeah. Forgive me if uh, well, listen if you know better. I'm sure it was that he's yeah. quicker. I'm not an expert in hunting. I, I don't really agree <laughs> with hunting. So, but, is it, uh, but my point was, I guess, is there is he going for the chest because it's a quicker kill or because it's a more likely hit? I think it's a it's a bigger chance of hitting the target. Right. Is my personal opinion because I don't think because they're going to lie there and bleed out, aren't they? Yeah, and it's still it's still a nasty shot. Yeah, you but, know, it's, but headshot they're gonna. Oh, headshot! If, 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 if it's just gone. Yeah, that right. with life's that. gone. You yeah. drop and you're dead. But this chest shot, the poor bastards had to lie there and contemplate what was going on for a bit. Yeah, while they bled out. Unless so. it's straight to the, unless they actually managed to pin straight in the heart, in mm. which case they'd be dead in seconds. They wouldn't just hit the a, ground and die. I'd imagine. You're just a bloke loading your fucking shop in. Yeah. So then, what's the go? response to the authorities at this point? Well, they're just, they're just, yeah, they're, you know, there's been a shooting. Mm. Is he That's a criminal? Kind of Who's he attached to? Yeah. Why has this man been sniped? And then imagine As that. Well, like, they didn't know he'd been sniped at first. Like, well, well, they'd know if it wasn't close range. Yeah, there, I but guess. I suppose so. you're the, for, I mean, on first inspection, he's going to get down and go. He's been shot. Been shot. Yeah. yeah, well, has he, he hasn't been robbed. Nothing was taken. Uh, who is this man? Did he have any connections to any enemies? Anybody who'd want, you know, and then you're going down all these blind alleys. No, he's, what was his name? Sorry, Ben. James Martin. He's just James. He's, he's just, everyone says he's a, he's a solid, normal bloke. He's a programme analyst. Fucking hell. Good old Jim. Jim, yeah. the programme analyst. He never said boo to a mouse, man. Who the fuck would shoot Jim? So they've got nothing. No. It's, it is just literally a, a dead yeah. end. It's just, an, a, just a random murder. Mm. Which um, does happen. It does. Uh, most, well, most... Um, Victims don't never meet that. They've never met their murderer. I think they, that's the opposite. Is it? Mm. I think isn't it someone you know? Or is yeah, that was rapists. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sure I heard that sexual sexual assault, assault is tend to way more likely to come from a family member. I always thought murder family. was. It was always a crime of passion, more, think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because serial killing is they're usually strangers. Well, yeah, that is. And remember, yeah. listener, you were the fact checker, so Google it now. Yeah. it's a listen along exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Shout at your at your headphones. It's this, you silly cunts. Or send us a message on Facebook. There you go. But don't call us cunts. No. Maybe you call Gaza cunt. Hey! Just <laughs> 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 see him kick off. Oh, no, there's a gun. Leave a lovely review. And I'll love you. Um, so um, how long does it take for the next person? Well, on the morning of the 3rd of October, they went on a bit of a spree and four people were killed within a two-hour span. Oh, fuck. And this is a small another was killed, area of town, isn't Yeah, it? and another was killed later on in the evening. So you go to 07.41 in the morning. Mm. Uh, James L. Buchanan, 39, he was a landscaper. 0812, a uh, part-time taxi driver, uh, Prem Kumar Walekar, he was 54. Uh, 0837, Sarah Ramos, a 34-year-old babysitter and housekeeper. And 0958, 25-year-old Lorianne Lewis Riviera. She was washing her, um, her RV out at a petrol station. Hmm. Uh, and then finally, at 2120, uh, retiree Pascal Charlotte, who was 72. They went on a bit of a rampage that day. That's definite. He's, well, the point is, these are spree killers. Yeah. That's the they, they're classified. And the police know it's running. The police now. are now like shit. Something is, something is getting. Someone's doing this. We we know that someone's doing this. Yeah. This is deliberate. Yeah. Um. In each shooting, the victims were killed with a single bullet fired from distance. Now, imagine the fucking fear that now spreads. Mm. I mean, you're you're going out and about. 
You don't know if someone's staring at you from the sides of that gun. You've no idea. This guy's already fucking sh- killed five people. We completely fucked the town up, didn't we? Oh, it? fuck yeah. I mean, the whole dish, the whole, I mean, Washington DC itself, yeah. I mean. Because this was in a fairly contained area, wasn't it? Or these original, up to this point. Yeah. This is not like, you know, Washington's a big place, but this is a certain section, isn't it? It's like, this is happening fairly contained. Yes. So they're the- all in the one state. No, they were spread across a few states. Yeah. Was, um, later on, though, Maryland, yeah. Virginia, Washington, but they they, they were this point. Yeah. This point, it's still in this one point, state. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get. Being yeah. a local resident in mm. that, like you're saying, it fucking it shut the place down, man. Yeah, and the, I mean, schools went into lockdown. Uh, they they're under blue alert, which is basically keep them all indoors. No one goes out. Mm. They're busting and out. Yeah, it's Jerk people when they were walking. They were zigzagging. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So they weren't an easy target. That's bullshit, though. It doesn't work. Well, it yeah, doesn't matter. It's just a psychological effect on the people. It's actually manipulate the way you're walking. I read this... Um, you see the interview I read with the guy who was like, listen, man, on. I'm telling you, we've been stood here for a little bit. Yeah. And I'm a little bit, you know, we've got that van there protecting us a little bit, but he's like, I'm... He's dead jumpy. Yeah. He's, like, fucking... he's like, well, you fucking would be. That's what I mean, yeah, you No would. one's connected. That's no. the genius of it. It well, could be you next. Yeah. It, it could be you. Yeah, it could be you. It's it's a... if they're looking for targets. I think it's targets of opportunity. Anyone mm. stood still. Yeah. Because I don't think they want the easy shot. shot. Easy shot. Boom. Get out of there. Get out of there. Because we're going to explain a bit later how they were able to... Because nobody put eyes on anybody shooting. No. Uh, there was no flashes from any rooftops. No... Nobody had anything... And the police are pleading, aren't they? They're, yeah, they're they on TV saying, if you've got anything, any kind of... And they're getting hundreds of tips and calls and well, they people saying, it could be my friend, Bob in the office, he's a bit cuckoo, he's always talking about guns. They've got so many, they can't keep up with it. And they make the wrong call at the start because mm. one of the shootings, there was a white box van. <gasps> yes, this is one mm. of the... Um, spotted nearby and they immediately assumed, well... Well, what, you, you're shooting from the back. Of, you're shooting from somewhere. Well, you could just raise that back door up a bit, yeah. lie down, take the shot, lower the door, van goes off. They're thinking van, this and they actually, get and they stop every single fucking white yeah. box van. And there's a lot of there's the thing, thousands. Yeah, this is the, one the, of the conspiracies. The car you know? was pointed out. Mm. Was someone said there was a blue 1990 Chevrolet, mm. but they discounted that. You can't shoot from that. Mm. Well, do you know this is one of the conspiracies? The white vans. Some people think that information was put out on purpose because, like you've just hit nail on the head, how many white box vans are there? They're one of the most common road vehicles you could imagine. Yeah. Out for deliveries and all that normal everyday stuff. So imagine, like you just said, being a average citizen, every time you see a white box van, you are going to shit your pants. Just a bit. Yeah. Now, some people, the conspiracy is... That was put out there on purpose to cause that fear. They wanted... And we were in the aftermath of 9-11. We were right to go into Iraq. Iraq was happening right mm-hmm. around this time. Right? Yeah, There's a lot of anti-Muslim sentiment yeah, and to, stuff. The far right were trying to, up. trying to put it onto the uh, Islamic terrorists, weren't yeah. they, and said it was them. Yeah, so this is yeah. one of the... Con- so to say that, a white box van, probably the most common vehicle you can think of, that sent the city into a sort of frozen panic terror. When, like you've just said as well, they knew the blue car had been seen as well. Yeah. Like, but they put so so that's the conspiracy. Some people think that information was put out there on purpose to cause that panic and to be able to put everyone on lockdown for a bit. 
and maybe for some political end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, especially in the terms of the, the, the yeah. alt-right media who yeah. do love to spin anything they can for a shot at a Muslim, pardon mm-hmm. the pun. Yeah, they love Especially to exploit crises for their own yeah, agenda. Yeah. yeah, for anything to further their own agenda. The NRA could have had something to do with this as well because they always see a bump in sales around these. They um, do incidents. You think it'd be around, wouldn't you? You think? Mm. Yeah, but no, it doesn't work yeah. that way. It's crazy. No, because you think, oh, if someone takes a shot at me and misses, I can fucking uh, get down. And with that's me. factual. That's not tinfoil hat. That is factual. The aftermath of school shootings and you have to horrific. wonder whether that boils down to also police budgets. Because mm. would they have that amount of say in Congress that they could go, oh, you know, maybe the police budget shouldn't be so high for these states because mm-hmm. gun sales are down. So, oh, yeah, there's a cut to police numbers in this state. Gun sales go up. You've got to wonder whether that's 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 an interesting theory. Mm. It's all about money. Oh, like yeah. Much. Well, the NRA are a Russian-controlled agency anyway. We all know oh, that. So well. <laughs> now, at this point, Mohammed and Malboom started covering a wider area taking two or three days between shootings. Shootings. I went a bit fucking local there, sorry. <laughs> shootings. <laughs> October 4th, uh, 43-year-old homemaker Caroline Sewell was wounded in the chest at 2.30 outside a store. Mm. Uh, October 7th, uh, this is at um, 10 past 8 in the morning, Iran Brown, 13 years old, student, shot in the chest and tr- critically wounded as he arrived at school. However, he survived and he did testify at Mohammed's trial. Mm. This is when it turned dark, didn't it? Because yeah. they attacked a school kid. Yeah. Did you see the video of uh, the police chief crying? On t- now, Detective Moose. I, I hate to say this, but because this is very serious, but it made me feel this is a bit like an action movie now because the police chief's got a tear rolling down his yeah. cheek and he literally said, well, you know, now it's personal. You're shooting kids, it's personal. And I was like, fucking hell, yeah, like he's gonna, he's gonna punch the... this guy off a roof. He was an old guy. Um... He's gonna hunt him down personally. Yeah, he's gonna, be, he's gonna fucking get fired from the force. Yeah. Like, just do it rogue on his, uh, own, his own time. Denzel Washington <laughs> style. Oh, yeah. Man on fire. Yeah, man yeah. on fire. Oh, that film. Yeah. Holy fuck, that's one of my favourite yeah. films of all time. Gotta watch that again. What what an an ending. Ending. He is yeah. just fucking awesome. Oh, Gets the last man. laugh, doesn't he? Yeah, but the very end, mm-hmm. ending. Spoilers, but. God, that, yeah. I love that film. One of the best revenge movies ever made. Oh, it's so beautifully shot and just creasy. Fuck. And he's um, <laughs> so, awesome, so, good film. Man. Yeah. He's um, actually Moose is uh, um, chief of police for the Montgomery County Charles Moose. There you go. That's where this and, was um, Yeah, it's like that. That. Do you think that? Because we've all watched a lot of action movies, and Charles mm. Moose didn't look that old, did he? Didn't yeah. look an old. Do you think that he looked like could, Denzel Washington? Didn't he? he did look <laughs> like Denzel yeah, Washington. Yeah, he had a bit of a. Movie Do you think style he did? Because he's like, been conditioned over the years, like us, watching in like watching mm. action films. Do you think that if we ever got to that kind of position? We'd throw in a line like, or do a mannerism for an action movie because that's what we've been conditioned with. So it's like, like, you'd be like straight so you got a sniper I'm for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you got a sniper and you're like, take the shot. <laughs> Just like in a, in a movie style voice. Do you reckon? Maybe. Uh, I, like when you alluded to the other, you glass in the panic, make it rain. <laughs> well, I think you know, we'd probably react like him because we're all human. Yeah, that's so true. Shot kid, man. It's personal now. Tear on down his cheek. Fuck. 
But think about the. Well, you wouldn't want to be in his position, oh, would you? No. Nice, no. peaceful area normally. Nothing too bad happening. Oh, well, you know, no, we're in the USA. We're in Washington. We're in also like the suburb of Washington yeah. DC. This is a fucking, you know, like it's not downtown. It's, it, it, well, it's pretty bad. No, it's America. a suburb of Washington DC. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's out in the right, it's out in the fucking. Well, if it's pretty bad for America, it's pretty bad. Yeah, but this place <laughs> wasn't. Do you know what I mean? No, it's a fairly yeah, this stood out, didn't it? Because this was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So this shit starts happening. In fact, he's probably the worst thing he has to do with his. Those kids are skateboarding outside the thing again. Well, I'm sure there are multiple murders, Gaz. Yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine there's a lot of shootings going there's on. There's a lot yeah. of gun crime. And but the problem is, you, you reckon you're having sort of... on telly, it's so, like, lovely... Anyway, I'm you're, just saying, what is that? Your average sort of gang on gang crime is yeah. just like there's a couple of dead bodies rocking up every day. This is some guy going out yeah, there that's what I mean. just shooting random people. You're citizens in fear, you've got no leads. It could be literally. And that's I was trying to get into his head a little bit when I was researching this, thinking, well, how the fuck do you even start? You know? The bullets are dead ends because the gun's stolen. Well, you go to the criminal psychologist who yeah, all said it was a white person. They, well, do you know why that is? Because black serial killers are very, very rare. Mm. There's only ever been two, and one only one of them is like yeah. famous. Oh, they're just really good at it, and they don't get caught. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but hey, I'm allowed to hmm? joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's it's the terrible. reason. That's why they went straight away to yeah. the white guy. I can believe it, yeah. Yeah. Well, they fucked up. They did. <laughs> but, uh, they done well, fucked up. We can understand at, why. At this scene, the shooting of the student, yeah. this is where it takes a little bit of a turn for the weird, because they found the shell casing, yes. as well as a tarot card, which is the death mm. card, inscribed with the phrases, call me God on the front, and on the back, in three separate lines, for you, Mr. Police, code, call me God, and then do not release to the press. Yep, what they did, didn't they? Yeah. Now my theory is on that that he was trying. To, he wanted to communicate with the police somehow, mm. like much like um, BTK did before his. Uh, can I send these floppy disks to you if they've been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course you can. I think that's like I know that we're on the level. If you don't release this, mm. I don't want anyone else taking credit for what I'm doing. Because you lose that, mm. you're going to get copycats, you're going to get people writing in saying, oh yeah, I'm the killer. Like, much of the Jack, Rip, Jack the Ripper had all the fake letters sent yeah. to the newspapers and to the police. Mm. I think that's why he wanted that. I think he wanted credit for what he was doing. And so he's got an ego. That would tell me straight away he's well, got an ego. Well, of course. <laughs> he said, call me God. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be the biggest ego trip ever, hasn't it? Of course it, it does. Um, then. And well, it, I, I assume he felt like it, Gaz, at the time. Yeah. Just think about it, man. You've just killed, like, how many people at this oh, point? Oh, I think we're up to about sort of five or six at this five point. Five or six people. Yeah. The media and the public are going fucking you're frenzied. Of course he's good living it, yeah. Power trip from that. Definitely. Yeah. If you're, and that, the fact if you're, you're looking... that way inclined, which they obviously are to have even done it in the first place. Well, you so. call me God as well. I mean... Yeah, but you're mm. looking down that rifle scope at somebody and you're making a decision whether that person's going to stay alive or not. God. They have got no idea you're there. Is it godlike, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course it is. You've got the, literally the power of life and death in your hands. And I bet you they had a lot of... I, I, I wouldn't surprise me they fucking tossed a coin. Well done. You know, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So um, Frightening. Yeah, it is. It's terrifying. I mean, imagine going about your daily business knowing this is going on. That's why you shouldn't have guns 
<laughs> ready available in fucking supermarkets. So anyone, can get anyone can buy. Yeah. I mean, come on, people. <laughs> I mean, come on, dear people. Americans, you, some of you must realise that you're the only country in the world that allows this because everyone else can see it's batshit insane. Yeah, and as three British people, I can tell you for a fact that we are not coming to invade you. You don't need other things anymore. <laughs> We're not coming back. We can barely get our own shit in order. That's it. <laughs> Never mind invading America. You're fine. Trust me. Trust me. Honestly. <laughs> no one's even calling for all the guns to go. It's just... Let's not give them out to lunatics. Well, that'd be a start. Yeah. That would be a start. Yeah. Hey, let's not give them to mentally ill people. That would be a nice idea. Like they always say after a big mass shooting, now is not the time to talk about. Thoughts yeah. and prayers, guys. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and send prayers. those thoughts and prayers. Uh, send some my way. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if prayer worked? Never has, though, has it? <laughs> well, they say it does. It maybe hasn't. some positive thinking, maybe there's something going on. Maybe manipulating your... Can't be that, can't be that working that well, because there's been a lot of mass shootings. Well, yeah. <laughs> a lot of prayers got answered, guys. But maybe individual people, I'm saying, maybe you could pray for yourself and change your own, because it's just thinking nice things, isn't it, or something? I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Who do they shoot next? Uh, <laughs> October 9th, um, 8.18 in the morning, 53-year-old civil engineer Dean Harold Myers was shot dead while pumping gas. October the 11th, 53-year-old Kenneth Bridges shot also pumping gas. See? Stationary target. Yeah. yeah. Easier shot. October the 14th, 47-year-old Linda Franklin, an FBI intelligence officer, was shot dead in a covered car park. So they were pretty parked up in the car park waiting for someone. That's pretty where the FBI sort of unleashed holy hell upon this fucking hunt for it, isn't it? Yeah. One of our own's been shot here, right? Well, that's mm. when there is probably... That's when the, bit, the yeah. full fury of the Federal Bureau of Investigation comes crashing down on you! <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to have a look at all Agent the... Lynch. Uh, I've got a list I'm of... CIA. I've got a list of all the agencies. Oh, yeah. oh God, right, so you got... Uh, you got about seven from Maryland. Yeah. County Sheriff's Departments. About 20 from Virginia. Yeah. Maryland State Police. Virginia State Police. Then you've got the federal law enforcement. Oh, the feds. Feds, man. The ATF, the DEA, the FBI, the USCS, the USMS, the USPP, the USSS. Of course, the US Secret Service would be on it, wouldn't it? And the Department of Defense. The DOD. Dodd. That's a lot of people, a lot of money, a lot of manpower. Yeah. Oh, God, the Secret Service are all over this, because what if he decides to take a pot shot at the President? Well, yeah. well they're going to de- decapitate him. Aren't they leftist mobs are going to decapitate Trump on the, on the, on the, on the White, White House lawn <laughs> and his family. family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What well, you see that live on CNN? <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be his last word. Yeah, it? The CIA and cameraman's there <laughs> filming it, and he just looks up at it and goes, "Fake news." <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Fake news. Oh, so. <laughs> Then we go to the 19th of October, 37-year-old Jeffrey Hopper shot in a car park. Passersby called an ambulance, while his wife implored passersby to call an ambulance. He survived. Oh, good lad. Presumably he also had medical insurance. Yeah. Um, now authorities found a four-page letter in the woods nearby that demanded $10 million and made threats specifically to shooting children. Low blow, man. Yeah. Should we look at the um, active shooter, how to respond? Yes, that's good practical advice. By Homeland Security. Okay. So you should, uh, if there is an active shooter situation, 
You should be aware of your environment and any possible dangers. Makes sense. Take note of the two nearest exits in any facility that you visit. Also, but makes sense. Okay. If you're in an office, stay there and secure the door. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> any, any office anywhere. Even well, yeah, barricade the fucking door. There's a shooter. Yeah, and he's got a... A weapon that can empty a thirty-round clip into yeah, seconds. Yeah, but he's got a few filing, but uh, filing cabinets in front of uh, the door. It's he's he could still get through that. He could get that. I've seen films. You can overhide a desk. Oh no! Not if he's got like a five-five-six or a seven-six-two. That's that ain't. I don't know what any of that means, but I've seen films. M sixteen is a five-five-six. Um, oh, the AK forty seven is a seven six two. What happens is Ben, you hide behind the table and the bullets all go off around your body, but none of them hit you. Ah. <laughs> and then when he's reloading, you do a backflip off the wall and then put him in a headlock, scissors, take him down, take his gun, kill him and his mate. Yeah, yeah and if one does hit you, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah, of course it just skims your arm. Ah! You know, ironically, an AK round, that's still taking your arm off. <laughs> Flesh wound. Not in films. Not in films, but in real life, yeah. that little bullet skin, that's uh, your, your, your arms off. And then the building blows up inexplicably, but you're okay. Yeah, because <laughs> all, that, all that flying grass goes mad yeah. glass, goes yeah. magically around your body. You're you might okay. get the odd little nick on the back of your shoulder. And you walk off with an exceptionally hot woman, and the credits roll, man. Mm. Yeah. That's what's going to happen if I'm ever involved in an active shooting. So back, back to the back to this. Advice. If you are in a hallway, get into a room and secure the door. That's the same advice as the last one. Yeah, but it's saying Makes yeah, sense, I guess. just get out of the hallway and just get, get into the a room. Fuck out yeah. Get down, man. Oh, I like the last one. What's that? As a last resort, attempt to take the active shooter down. Jesus! <laughs> when the shooter is at close range and you cannot flee, your chances of survival is much greater if you try to incapacitate him or her. What, with the fucking staple gun? Yeah. Anything? I'll have you, you fucker! <laughs> man, if you smack anybody in the right place and they're not expecting it, you can take that shooter down. Hey, some of them staples are quite heavy if you've got <laughs> one of them in your hand. Well, yeah. You know, round the, round the temple. A steel chair? You've seen wrestling? Yeah. Now office chairs, mate, they're heavy. Steel chairs. No steel chairs in offices. Fucking ages. Yeah, but there's no steel chairs in offices. It's got to be a medium fire axe in there. <laughs> a medium sized fire axe. Did you see his head go? Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh shit, there's a shooter, and you look up and you see the fire axe. You're like, oh. oh yeah. And then you hear the, and then you hear the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Metal riffage <laughs> increases. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do with yeah, man. <laughs> he saved the whole school. It was amazing. Did you have to take his ears though after? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. Hail Crumb! <laughs> <laughs> I... What's the quote from Barbarian? You know, what, is, uh, what is best in life? To see, to to see, see your enemies to... destroyed, their women and children to, chained. To hear the lamentation of the women. That's it. See your enemies crushed before you and to see the, hear the lamentation yeah. of their women. That's what you say in the press conference after. <laughs> 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 yeah, and you should also call 911 when it's safe to do so. I've got a feeling that if this was British, there's, would no, way, and carry on. there's no way it would have attempt to take down the active shooter. I think that's specifically American advice. No, that's some good no, I CIA... Think... No, I mean, do you think? Just, I think in the UK that would be. Don't just carry the ball. If you want to live, Mike, you got to fight. Stand up. I know we're the Brits. Yeah, but that we're yeah, more but, likely to. Can you imagine Colin in fucking accounting taking on an active shooter? He'll safe. Yeah, you. <laughs> I'm not 
fucking having this, you fucking twat. For all you know, he's Colin's just, a fucking secret sociopath. You've got no idea. Oh, Colin might chuck a nut on him. <laughs> Survival instincts will kick in. You know, I think maybe... he'll just shit himself and get shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. He's got shot. It's up to you, then. All right, peep show. Peep show, Mark. Use him as a human shield, <laughs> well, then, Mike. Yeah, you use him. him up. Use him as a human <laughs> shield. shield. Throw yeah. it. Launch Throw yourself him at him. the guy with the gun. He <laughs> shots the gun. You pick it up. You fucking headshot him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get out the corridor, room by room. He's got behind Colin. He's got behind Colin. Snap corners. his neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearing corners. You know. See that, yeah. Colin? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> In it, come on, Mike. The survival instinct would kick in. I know you're a pacifist. Yeah. You'd pick Chester up. Put him on your arm. <laughs> launch you at the gunman. You'd launch Chester at the gunman. I could never do that to an animal. That's fucking... That's a, you know yeah, it's You know Cat's going to evade... He's going to evade you that bullet. Well, that's a good point, gunman. actually. It's you and Chester against the jack-booted, gun-toting evil that's bursting your door down to execute you because you're a white male and we're nearly illegal. Yeah, Allegedly. I agree. Yeah. But Are you going to fight... Well, calling out of a count is going to do that. <laughs> yeah, but on the plus side, while they're distracted, I well as well, while, while they're distracted by shooting <laughs> Colin McKenzie, you can sneak up behind them and hit them with something heavy. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. just shit myself in, in a ball and like try and try and put them off with the, with the disgustingness of that squirt shit like a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, imagine forensics turning up and there's you alive, but with this str- splatter of liquid shit about six foot out from your age oh, while you're killed up in the field position. He shoots all his mates behind him, the first one against the squirt, squirt, shit squirt in the face, he falls back, shoots all his mates behind him, and I come crawling out of there, covered in my own liquid shit. With a gun in your hand, yeah. a roll up in the other. Is that your superpower, you skunk man? Or Squid man. Squid man. <laughs> you can shoot a fucking. Is that like? Can you do the Spider-Man thing except through your arse? So you like shoot two squirts of shit into someone's eyes at distance. I have to get my trousers. No, you got you got you, know, you got tubes up your arse. Tubes from my ass. So it comes out my. Problem is you're wearing no superpower. Problem is you're wearing assless chaps. Yeah, but I'll be alright. Say what says anything. We'll, we'll send it. We'll send it to Marvel, but I won't get your hopes up. I'm seeing a yellow, yellow bodysuit. Assless chaps. Assless chaps. I'm a squid. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, there we go. That's what you do when you're confronted with an active shooter. You become a superhero. <coughs> uh, you stick tubes up your ass and shoot them. I just want to point out, right? We've gone into all of that, but the most important thing to point out about that last bit of advice, it does say, as a last resort, not actively go trying to get Colin to take him out. <laughs> Or distract yeah. them using Colin while you just just run, Look, just run. Just leg it. I just don't think it would be in a British manual. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, no, maybe. I, not. Uh, I think there's a culture difference there. I suppose you always have got the possibility one of your office workers has got a conceal and carry permit. And even if they've been shot, you could take their gun. Well, exactly. The janitor's office. probably got one taped under his desk. For books. They're all packing, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know. Would you take a gun to work with you? 
In a rough, actually, in America, you're driving around rough yeah. rough ass ben, in America, I'm surprised that isn't top of the list. Not as a last resort, the first thing you do is attempt to take him down. They do say they need more good guys with guns. Actually, so yeah. Uh, you just need squit, man. <laughs> but can you turn up in your bad white transit pack? <laughs> <laughs> the squit mobile. <laughs> a big S on the side. with his shitty up. mattress in the back. <laughs> and all my shitty pants from where the squits went wrong. Jars uh, of it to maintain the jars of it in case you need a resupply. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's horrific. <laughs> I don't think you'll get that into the MCU, mate. DC might do a film of it, though. They're pretty desperate at the moment. Uh. <laughs> oh. Can we go back to the crime? <laughs> uh, I think we just committed a crime. <laughs> okay, come on. Uh, um, on October uh, 21st, police arrested two men with a white van, so they're still looking at the white van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they turned out to be illegal immigrants and were subsequently deported. Oh, <laughs> Poor fucks. <coughs> On October twenty second, bus driver Conrad Johnson, thirty-five, was shot at uh, five fifty-six AM standing on the steps of his bus. Poor bastard. Um, Chief Moose at this point released part of the content of the letter recovered from earlier. It says, um, quote, Your children are not safe anywhere or at any time. Ooh. If Chief Moose says it. Well, that's in the letter that they found. Uh, from the, uh, a four-page letter basically wanting $10 million and threatening kids. Um, Johnson is a tenth fatality. The spree comes to a halt at uh, 0315am October 24, 2002. So the police have actually realised now that this car is the one they're looking for. They managed to track it down. And first of all, it was literally two officers who were covering it. And then, like... The entire federal fury descends upon this car park. Yeah. You know, you've got Just fucking SWAT teams, yeah. FBI teams, local law enforcement. I mean, if you think about it, like, all the Al Gore tobacco firearms, yeah. the Secret Service are showing mm. up. Probably everybody is. It's just like it must have been a sea of blue lights just surrounding this uh, yeah. this car. And they was asleep. Mm-hmm. They didn't even get to crack him in the mouth. No, um, they stolen. witty. No, no, no. No, they was recorded anyway. I bet someone did. I bet someone called him a son of a bitch. I hope so. I'd imagine they gave him a bit of a beating as well. Yeah. This one deserved it, I think, though. If it was him. Well, I suppose there is that. I suppose you've got the conspiracy side of things, so. Mm. A stolen Bushmaster rifle, two two three calibre, and a bipod were found in the car. The trunk of the car, this is the sniper nest now, the trunk of the car had been modified to serve as a rolling sniper's nest. The back seat was modified to allow access to the boot, or the trunk, if you're American, mm-hmm. where the shooter could lie prone with shots taken from a small hole near the number plate. Hmm. Was there one for the sights as well? One for the barrel and one for the yeah. sights? That's fucking evil genius, yeah. isn't it? Really? Yeah. That's no why they couldn't figure out what was going on, yeah. where they were shooting movie, from. Man. Fuck. Where did, how did they get the brains to think of that? Well, he was in the army. But it doesn't mean he necessarily unless he was given this told how to do this to well, did you go through basic sniping training uh, marksmanship he was requirement, yeah. but not yeah. not sniper training but you I was, he was an average well, marksman well i was guy. i was taught mm. to shoot at 300 meters 
your sights on your, your iron sights on a rifle are set yeah. to th your battle sights are set to 300 meters yeah so i was told to shoot at 300 meters he'd have been told to shoot at 300 meters yeah so you there's not much of a big leap from that into designing your own rolling sniping nest no because you think is you, 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 you know what i mean you're in the army you're looking at stuff people are, people are always spitballing ideas yeah I mean, it's like, oh yeah, well, you, 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 obviously you got you need you, some guy right, probably you, some sniper yeah. probably bragging about how he he got, yeah. you know, I, I did this rolling fucking sniping nest the other day and it, and it yeah. worked beautifully. Or, or maybe it was someone telling him about how, yeah. how he's got this. He doesn't have to get out of his truck in the cold weather because he's drilled these two holes in yeah. his car and he can go and hunt from go. the back of his van. Yeah, doesn't take much of a leap, does it? Maybe it's not even that much of a leap, and maybe it's a common thing for hunting in cold weather if you don't want to go outside. <laughs> Well, Park your van up, drill two holes in the back, there you go. I'm, Who knows? I'm quoting from a, a website called cuttingedge.org, and I'm not sure if the whole website or just this article is... Um, it just turned out at the end to be like religious and telling you to go and be born again. And stuff. Oh, right. I was like, oh, shit. Can I have the back anyway, of you then while, you're uh, <laughs> while you read this? I'll, um... Investigators probing the lives of the two men arrested in connection with the sniper attacks say that one was recognised by the army for his marksmanship and might have been motivated by anti-American sentiment. John Allen Muhammad, 41, is a former soldier and Gulf War veteran who was stationed at Fort Lewis, south of Tacoma, Washington. When I heard that Muhammad was stationed at Fort Lewis, Washington, that information rang a bell. Former Illuminati Satanist Wheeler states in her book The Illuminati Formula to Create an Indestructible Mind Control Slave said that the Illuminati maintains a strong section at Fort Lewis dedicated to the psychic warfare part of the monarch programming. The monarch programming? Mm. Thus, while Mohammed was reportedly, reportedly just an average marksman, he was stationed at the very army base where monarch mind control is located. This fact is interesting, but not conclusive by any means. And uh, I'll mm. read a little bit more of their insane. I mean, their uh, <laughs> legitimate. Their legitimate study and theories a little later on. Excellent. Do you have anything? I've got the uh, the aftermath and the motives that well, very little motive there was on Mohammed's part, but uh, well, they were Manchurian. Malvo seemed to have some strong opinions. Manchurian candidates, surely. Maybe. Well, these Christian people seem to think so. Yeah, but they of, also believe in a burning bush and a talking snake. Yeah, they think it because of what the chief, uh, Mr. Moose, is it Moose or Goose? Moose. Moose. What he said uh, on the, uh, and you can see this on YouTube if you look it up, uh, you can see him on TV saying, um, quote, You've indicated that you want us to do and say certain things. You've asked us to say, we have caught the sniper like a duck in a noose which is apparently from an old Cherokee Indian story about a rabbit duped by a duck. So a rabbit they, shouldn't be getting duped by ducks. But were they trigger phrases? Well. That were setting him off. Oh, Manchurian candidate. Exactly. But who was the Manchurian candidate? Both of them or was one controlling the other? Well, I think this is suggesting... Or someone else controlling both of them? Well, possibly both. I think this is suggesting that... Um, it was the older guy, and maybe he influenced the other one. Well, should we see what the... Um, you want to know what the wife said about what she thinks? Oh, yeah, because she... I uh, think I know what her theory is. That's enlighten the listener. Are we all quite high? Yeah. Reasonably. <laughs> Pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a lighter as well. 
Right. A travesty. In a sensational okay. new book, she claims her ex-husband shot all those people simply to lay the ground for another murder, her own, so that he could regain custody of the three children. We've discussed this, haven't we? Yeah, we, was that before the mics were on or while they were on? Oh, I don't know. I'm so Maybe sorry, not then. I can't remember. No, it was uh, before... That essentially, he I... wanted a reason to kill his wife, and the scenario came up with, imagine if people were genuinely, randomly being shot, and she was one of them. That's the perfect... It's the perfect scam, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, of course. If he's psychologically capable of murdering a bunch of random people. So he went and killed ten random people just so he could get away with then shooting his wife to get in custody of his children. What do you guys think the likelihood of that is? Well, I know that it wasn't actually used in the def- in the uh, prosecution because they just didn't think there was any weight to it. Is it based on his? Is that just her claims? Yeah, because he never said anything about sense, his motives. He yeah. never said anything about his motives. Mm. That's the well. Best I've got. I've got from the horse's mouth. as to speak. I've got an interview with. All right. Okay. That's fine. I mean, Malvo has got some pretty. Which uh, one's this? An Lee Colvin, the young one. The little one. Let's see what this sick little fucker's got to say. Malvo. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's got some fucking strong opinions, but Mohammed, the older guy. No, he didn't. know. He never said anything. Malvo thinks he's a fucking jihadist. Ready? Yeah. He says he's a different person now not the same young man who terrorized the entire Washington region for nearly a month. I mean, I, I was a monster. If you look up the definition, I mean, that's what a monster is. I, I was a ghoul. I was a thief. I, I, I stole people's lives. Lee Boyd Malvo, convicted in the D.C. area sniper case, says he's truly sorry for what happened. His exclusive interview with the Washington Post comes on the 10-year anniversary of the shooting spree that left 10 people in the Washington region dead over the course of about three weeks. Speaking from Red Onion State Prison in Virginia, where he's serving a life sentence, Malvo, who's now 27, tells the Post's Josh White what it was like to be under the control of his older partner in the killings, John Allen Muhammad. And he told me the old person has to die. Lee Malvo has to die. And he gives jarring descriptions of how they deliberately, but randomly, went about shooting their victims. It's the detail in Malvo's account that is often so haunting, like his description of what happened here in the parking lot of this Home Depot when Malvo was the spotter and John Allen Muhammad shot Linda Franklin, who just happened to be at her car. Malvo describes how he gave the signal to shoot, how Muhammad, on a hill nearby, fired the kill shot, and how the image of Franklin's husband is the one that stands out for him. The first one is Mr. Franklin's eyes. And what makes that they're penetrating but it's it is the worst sort of pain i have ever seen in my life his eyes it's the worst words do not possess the depth in which to fully convey that emotion and what i felt when i saw it Retired FBI agent Brad Garrett, who questioned Malvo after his capture, says he's not surprised that Malvo is willing to pin much of the terror on Muhammad when he wasn't before. The spell is gone. The whole idea that Muhammad was a good person or actually helped him in life has dissolved. And so now what he's doing is stepping forward. He's taking responsibility, but he's clearly putting Muhammad in the picture. Muhammad was executed in 2009. Josh White, the Post reporter, couldn't get new pictures of Malvo. The prison allowed no cameras, writing utensils, or paper. White interviewed Malvo through plexiglass. 
Can you tell us what he looks like now? You know, he looks similar to what he looked like before, though about 10 years older. Uh, oh, shit, kind of guy. He, he's not particularly tall. He's not uh, particularly heavy. Uh, his hair was very closely cut. Paul LaRuffa, one of the first people shot during the spree, says he forgives Malvo. If I held the same hate today or that I felt in 2002 when he tried to kill me, I would have wasted or, or just damaged the last... He, I would have let him damage the last 10 years of my life. And he hasn't. One particularly chilling account from Malvo in the post interview, he said during the shooting spree, he sometimes went to the news conferences held by law enforcement officials. <sighs> Malvo said he went to those events for, quote, intelligence collection. Wolf, when those officials were speaking and telling us where they thought the killers may be, he was sometimes in the audience. Yeah, I was sometimes at those news conferences myself. That is pretty chilling. Uh, but he does speak about one particular incident where he, he supposedly, Malvo, defied Mohammed. What happened? That's right. Malvo says that at one point, John Mohammed told him he would have to kill a pregnant woman. Malvo says when the time came, he simply just didn't do it, and he later told Mohammed that the circumstances just weren't right for him to pull the trigger. That's the one time he drew the line. He couldn't kill a pregnant woman. Malvo serving life in prison without, right. without, the possibility without the possibility of parole. Of parole. He'll so be, he'll spend the rest of his life. Yes, there. he will. Well, he fucking deserves it, in all fairness. Well, well yeah. Whoever uh, controlled it was under his... Well, that's true. It. Could we just stick a quick... Yeah, we up, can. Please? And we're back. Um, so, what are we doing first? We're going to mention the fact that he couldn't shoot a pregnant woman. That's right. It's strange. What we discovered mm. about the Israeli army... Wearing T-shirts with pregnant women on and a bullseye, and the line two for the price of one. Wasn't it like maybe not them wearing that they were for sale? Oh, were they f yeah for sale? So they were definitely yeah. a real T-shirt that was going around Israel, man. Like just fuck. So yeah, snipers are cunts. They are. Because look, like we said, if it's in war under those rules or whatever, and they're doing a you know thing, I guess. But if you're shooting civilians from a distance. Randomly, that's pretty cowardly and of course it is. horrifically shit, isn't it? Pussies. <laughs> try that on Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the bullet just burns off his muscles. Yeah, exactly. And he'll crawl over to you and lift the car above his head and fucking yeah. <laughs> I still believe. <laughs> it's still real to me. He's my Jesus figure. Uh, well. It's amazing how that works. You just replace Jesus with anything and believe in that. And it serves the same purpose. Gives you light in your darkest hour. <laughs> sure it does, guys. Do you have a little shrine to Hogan? Yeah. <laughs> of course. You give offerings. <laughs> Steroids of beef. <laughs> Steroids of beef. I'm planting these steroids and beef on the other our old horse they talk. <laughs> Just wondering, that's all. That's so good. You're going to grow a skullet like him as well. <laughs> yeah, you have been growing I your hair. I have actually told Leona that look, from the sides, my hair's long at the back. If I shave bald the top, <laughs> I would look exactly like it. <laughs> you would. Like you go for it. Shave my beard into the handlebar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you should definitely do that. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> it I get beaten up. <laughs> you you see where I was in Birmingham today. You know, I posted the picture, the sign, instead of... Um, Thieves will be prosecuted. It was a picture of a handgun, and we'll basically nothing. Here's worth dying for. 
If I'm walking around my skullet and my handlebar moustache around that area, chances are someone's going to go for me wallet. Someone's going to think he's I'm not going to touch. I'm not going to touch him. <laughs> he's got a fucking skullet. No, he's got a skullet. He's got a skullet and a handlebar moustache. They'll literally call me a pedo police. That's probably more likely. <laughs> Walking around with my skullet driving me van. <laughs> a 35-year-old with a skullet and a handlebar moustache driving around in his I van. I think you should do it. Of course I'm going to get arrested. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure that your lovely girlfriend won't leave you over the skullet a moustache combo. <laughs> she loves me that much. Nah, she'd shave me while I was asleep. <laughs> she would. like a bottle of whiskey. Right, hey, you deserve this. So we're both good. That's <laughs> 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 a rookie. Uh, get out of it and she'd shave me bald completely and I'd wake up and I'd be angry at first but then I'd say, do you know what? Thank you. That's a weird chapter of my life. I was letting it consume put, me. Yeah, I want to put that behind me. I realise now that I'm not Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm off the, the beef and I'm steroids the beef diet. And steroids. <laughs> I'm, I'm back on the weed and beer. Are you just sticking steroids in the beef at that point? Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to snort it. Jabbing <laughs> <laughs> oh. it up my arse. What's it called when you have drugs at your bum? Drug me all? No. Like for medical. An epidural. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not an epidural. What is it? Oh, man. Is it an epidural? I don't know. When it goes at your arse. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's going up your arse. That's the main thing. Suppository. Suppository. Suppository, that's, that's it. what you're looking for. I'm trying to stuff steroid-filled beef up my arse. Suppository. Because it's the easiest way to do it. <laughs> I minced it first. Oh, man. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be that then. I wouldn't see your tour at the following morning. Oh. like a rack on What would you do if you walked in on a middle-aged man with a scully trying to shove steroids and beef up his arse? Ground up steroids and beef. I'm not middle-aged, you Technically, you're near now, mate. I'm going to live past 60, aren't I? Well, yeah, you're 35. Not in post Mexican Britain, mate. No, you're not. 72 is our lifespan, mate. Oh, fuck. I know. I think it's 72 for men and 78 for women, isn't it? Is Might be 75 for men and 78 for women. I think we were It's going down. It is actually going, yeah, down, is going down since oh, the 2008 man. crash. Well, Not for the rich people who live to 100. And fuck yeah. Yeah, the fucking yeah, queen's doing all right. She's still on stage age 71, and I'm going to die in a shitty little fucking. fucking what's it called? A Alone in a bed sit with a skullet. <laughs> too, yeah. much, too much steroids <laughs> and beef. <laughs> oh, it's the steroids and beef. <laughs> <laughs> we always said it would. Oh, he wouldn't listen, bless him. Just kept leg dropping people. People <laughs> he had no business leg dropping at all. Uh, back to the sniper. His face was hanging on with staples by the end. He'd been punched so many times. That's my eulogy that you're going to do better. I don't know why you've got that accent. Anyway, shall we get here? Quite rightly, let's try well, and do the Mulvo's tried to make himself out like a bit of a reformed character. But he's, he's the only one that actually gave a motive. Mohammed never gave a motive. The, the whole the wife thing, he never said nothing about that. Didn't say a word in his last words when he was executed. Just stared blankly ahead. Because he was. Malmo thinks he's fighting a jihad. A jihad. 
He testified the aim of the killing spree was to kidnap children for the purpose of extorting money and to set up a camp to train children on how to terrorise terrorize cities with the ultimate goal of shutting down the USA. Seriously? Yeah. Apparently there were two other accomplices that backed out at the last minute. Yeah. Wasn't there? I've seen an interview with him and William Shatner. Believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> the audio is terrible, so I couldn't play it. But <coughs> why, is, why is Captain Kirk interviewing the DC? So the DC's why did is? you shoot the random people? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was basically it. Yeah. <laughs> why did you shoot the blue Caprice? <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible impression, but you get the idea. Why was he interviewing him? What the fuck? He had a new show. Oh, about interviewing killers? Yeah, something like that. William well, Shatner interviews killers. Something along them lines. I can't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it was his first episode. That sounds it? like a Simpsons thing. <laughs> like a a William Shatner presents <laughs> Serial Killers. Yeah, but if you look online, there is an interview between them. Wow. Fantastic. But it's a phone interview. The quality's poor, so I couldn't, oh, I couldn't well, play it. Well, well, William Shatner's. Oh man, I thought, money wise, and I thought he'd have gone interviewed into a perspex screen. I thought it would be mm. some the journalistic nose to go meet him face to face. Why didn't he use a communicator? Exactly. I think he because was he's on... the inferior captain, Gaz. <laughs> no, yes. he's not. Okay. Picard, Picard would have got face to face with him. Yeah, Picard would have charmed his way in. <laughs> Kirk Picard cage match. Kirk wins. Well, yeah. Obviously, he's going to beat captain. into a pulp. Yeah, I don't know. I remember. On them long nights and voyages, I want an intellectual discussion with Picard. I want a bloke who's going to back me up in a fucking weird space bar fight. You wouldn't be Picard. a space bar fight yeah. with Picard. It wouldn't be. You wouldn't well, get maybe him on I like talking. being in those <laughs> situations. <laughs> That's your problem. Stop trying to rope the captain into it. <laughs> <laughs> me and Kirk, fucking hell, we tear up the galaxy. <laughs> Wouldn't be a green woman left in in green cocaine. (laughs) Wouldn't be a green woman left fucking unpregnant, would they? No, we'd shag until they turned fucking pink. (laughs) And that's how the human race started. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like I like Picard, but anyway, we don't. Yeah, we don't want to go on that. Ben, read about being a a sniper and what it takes. Okay, Uh, this is from a uh, chap called Sergeant Ed Kugler, uh, United States Marine Corps, retired. Um, the screen's just gone off. <laughs> um, I'll read the, read first, the first bit because it's, it's quite it paints a picture. Yeah, raising his Winchester rifle to his shoulder, the young Marine sniper fixed the head of his quarry in the centre of the vertical crosshair of the scope. Hang in there, little guy. He said to himself, "I've got one with your name on it." He breathed out and squeezed the trigger, just as he's been taught in training. Soft and gentle, like you touch a girl's nipple. <laughs> It's kind of erotic. <laughs> Ben's really? up getting a boner. Read on. Is that how they train these guys? <laughs> Nearly a mile away, his victim crumpled to the ground. More than 35 years later, Sergeant Ed Kugler, United States Marine Corps, retired, reflects a sniper terrorising the suburbs of Washington, displaying some of the same skills and attributes he drew on that day as a 20-year-old in Con Thien, Vietnam. He says... His hit rate's pretty doggone high, and he's patient. The most difficult thing is getting out, and he's doing that, so when they compare this guy to serial killers, I don't see that at all. I honestly believe when they find him, people will be surprised with his background. I don't think it'll be some obvious nutcase. He's probably a person 
who is not at all deranged, even though the act itself is deranged. That's probably true there. Yeah. He wasn't a nutter, was he? The credo of uh, one shot, one kill, his coolness and the apparent refusal to acknowledge his victims as people are things that Kugler recognises instantly. The murders in Washington, Virginia and Maryland have caused him to examine his past once again. Yeah, so that's what I think. You know, you're training these guys, soldiers, to not have that compassion. You, you got to... Otherwise, you couldn't murder somebody, could you? Well, do you want to hear how the Illuminati do it? No, I'd love to. Well, to create a trained assassin, the Alters, which are the mind-control slaves, commonly called Deltas, yeah. would... Desensitised towards pain and death by being shown gory films. Okay. Hypnosis was also used. The potential victims were devalued. Satanic rituals were also involved in the creation of the Deltas. Deltas will be trained in hand-to-hand combat and know the very vulnerable places to instantly kill people. Training included a great deal of expert weapons training. When the programmer wants to use these Delta Alters... He will call them up from their genie bottle, or wherever the signal is hidden deep within the mind. The Delta will command to melt. When they have melted into the nothing state, then the programmer gives an exact script of everything the Delta Alter is to do. Just like you would program a computer step by step. For instance, the programmer might say, at a certain place, you will be in the melted state until you hear the words, I'm going to Kansas City. At that point, you will do part B of the script. Wow. As the programmer continues with the script, a Delta fragment will be given NWO codes. Oh. New world order, new world order, baby. Bank account numbers, debit cards and major sports numbers. This exercise will simply compromise a mental floppy disk. The Delta Beta wow. Alters are habitually lied to by their programmers when they are given their detailed scripts. They are never really given a chance to step outside their deep trance to ever hear the truth about what they are doing. They live their lives in a surreal fantasy world where nothing ever really makes sense. They don't try to think for themselves. They just follow the orders and the clues. And that is from a book called The Illuminati Formula to Create an Indestructible Mind Control Slave. Seems kind of careless publishing a book about it. Yeah. So yeah, was this guy just following triggers and? Who would you think was the following the triggers? Do you think it was uh, Mohammed or, or Mar- Marvo? The older guy. The, you think well, he was the trigger? Because you he said he was... fuck all. I think he was the yeah. handler. I think the other guy with the he changes. Was the brainwashed one. I think in the, his army service was at that base where they did the, the mental programming. Yeah. Maybe he got enough. I mean, it's time there to know how to brainwash someone. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. Like that mover was pulling the trigger a lot of the time. Mm. Was Maybe. he? He yeah. was a spotter, wasn't he? He spotted, but he still pulled oh, the trigger a few pull, times. Oh, he did pull it a few times, yeah. Um, he wouldn't shoot the pregnant woman. Maybe that was a, a, maybe that was a block both. in the... Maybe that was a gap in the programming. Is it not possible they were both? It is. It is, absolutely. But it seems strange that he's... I'm not buying it, that program. I'm not buying it. I think it's a bit extreme. Yeah, I... I mean, I, I can understand the motives and that, but... So what was his... What do you think his motive was? Then? Are we sort of getting to that stage where we're going to... Well, can I tell you... I'll read this little bit here. Yeah, well, okay, the, yeah, uh, sorry. About the, 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 back to the Marine Sniper guy, because it's quite okay. interesting. It's, 
I didn't have any feelings, he says. In fact, I worked at not having any feelings, and I paid for that for years afterwards. There was no remorse, there wasn't anything. So I don't have a hard time at all relating to what's going on out east. And his first kill, he says, to be honest, it was exhilarating. It was like scoring a touchdown. I can say from personal experience that it's about control, because that was what you felt as a sniper. A tremendous sense of power. Maybe the best word is intoxicating. Comes back to the call me God. Yeah. yeah. Snipers are different from regular soldiers because of the inter intimacy of the kill. There are a lot of guys who saw much more face-to-face -face combat than I did in Vietnam, Krugler says, but they never gazed at, uh, never, gave, never looked a gook in the eye Oof. because it was all jungle and they were just blazing away. Whereas we were deliberately making a decision to kill rather than just defending ourselves. Oftentimes they, the victims, were looking straight at us. They didn't know we were there, but we were looking right oh, into their eyes. Fuck, man. Wow. That's powerful Stop shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know where the, the high-scoring Vietnam Marine sniper was a guy called Carlos Hancock? Mm. I can't remember the top of how many kills he had. You seen Saving Private Ryan where the sniper shoots the guy through the scope? Yeah. Hancock yeah. actually did that. Mm. Didn't mean to, but the, the, he was killing so many Viet Cong officers... And MVA North Vietnamese Army officers, they sent out their best sniper to stalk him and catch him. Oh, fuck. And he knew he was coming because they'd been, it was propaganda, there was a price on his head. Because if you're a sniper and you get captured, you don't get mercy. Yeah. You're the guy that's being a bit unfair, aren't you? Everyone else is toe to toe. Mm. You're sat yeah. in that fucking tree. Mm. Says, yeah, yeah. Away. Says you're a folk hero among other Marines. What you were viewed pretty much as an outcast and as crazy, mm. said Kuglet. The way you were treated fueled the whole thing. The devastating psychological impact and offensive capability of snipers, coupled with their almost de facto inhumanity, has given their deadly trade an almost mystical aura. Yeah, I think there's a lot of maths involved with it as well. Mm. The longest it, it, sniper kill record is something like three and a half miles. It was like a Royal Marine commando in Afghanistan. He had to aim something like... 47 feet to the left and 50-something feet... You've got to count the... You've got to judge oh, the wind. Yeah, the wind, the curvature of the earth, the yeah. bullet drop. The heat conditions. Heat conditions. Hey, in that movie I told you to watch Quigley Down Under. Yeah. Starring Tom Selleck where he's a sharpshooter. He does that. He holds up some dust. Gauges the wind. Yeah, that's how you know he's a fucking yeah. scientist. Yeah. And that's, that fucking, that's the white death. That guy in the Oh, yeah. The all-time champion sniper is Simo Hayek, yeah, a Finn who died in April with 542 kills to his name. Oh. That was in the, uh, the, the Russian-Finnish war. I uh, mentioned it on a previous podcast. Yeah, yeah. So he kept the ice in his mouth so he didn't give away his oh. breath. And, like, he just stayed out there for time. Yeah, he was, just, just, the thing is, he was just a farmer. The Russians yeah. invaded him. He just grabbed his rifle, went yeah. outside shooting them. Didn't he have really good skis or something? As yeah. Well? And they had fuck up. He was oh, the, just spent yeah, his whole life in the snow. Was just yeah, he was a he was a farmer in, in the fucking yeah. in Finland. I mean, he's mm, yeah. skiing everywhere. But yeah, it's uh, Carl Hancock. That's the guy. Was a bit of Carl now, he Hancock. wasn't a psycho though, was he? Because you think of him as now he's doing something honourable, defending his fucking. He's defending his home. And invading yeah. evil, communist, honestly <laughs> evil cunts. So yeah, we love that guy. But if he was in a city and killed 400 people, he'd be a, you know, super psycho, wouldn't he? Of course. Which this guy, Mohammed, if he wasn't a patsy, if he wasn't some sort of uh, Manchurian candidate, then he, he genuinely has to be a psychopath, doesn't he? If he mm -hmm. was doing it for the reasons yeah. his wife says, 
right? Yeah. Even if he was doing it for that reason, he's still a psychopath psychopath because he's still willing to murder ten people to get his child. What made him a psychopath? Well, the the ability to kill people with no emotion. Being in the army, isn't it? More of a sociopath. Well, no, I think the army. I think it's. Well, the army there may have been kill. there I mean, may have been childhood traumas, but mm. the army definitely you're born that way. Sometimes you're, yeah, you're so literally. You, do I you, you ever see the amazing documentary mm. of the that psych, the doctor who who's specialised in psychopaths, and he yeah. believed it was a a thing you're born with a genetic mm. thing. And sometimes. he had it, didn't he? Yeah, he scanned his own yeah. brain. He was like shit. I he didn't get it. the trigger. Yeah, and then they interviewed his family and asked a few. Then they're like, "Yeah, he does seem cut off sometimes and just but but he hadn't had the thing where you go over the, the edge, childhood like trauma, said, yeah, that triggers it off or a head yeah. injury. So the is point is, injury? you don't feel empathy or emotion. Yeah. This guy to get his own what he wanted. Let's say he did want the child back. Mm-hmm. What else is his motive? What I'm not aware of the because I only went down the Manchurian candidate hole. I think he was three what kids are actually. What are people's theories behind his motive to do this at this time? Was it an anti-war thing? Yeah, I think they need to settled on the sociopath's regular kind of diagnosis and gone with it. Is this I mean, not labelled as terrorism? No. It was terrorism. It was terrorism, but it wasn't labelled as it. He's, he's just down as a, a serial killer, isn't he? The, the pair of them. Yeah. It's domestic terrorism. Yeah, yeah it would have been, yeah, as well, I imagine. Especially after 9 11. Remember, the, mm. it's, it's not long after 9 11, man. Things went pretty fucked up in America for a bit. Well, it yeah. still is, to be fair. They've yeah. got Trump as fucking president. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, can we... I read you a little bit of Carl Sathcock? I mentioned yeah. it briefly earlier. He, Carl Sathcock is the most famous sniper of a, a late. Uh, he's 93 confirmed kills. He was uh, nicknamed Long Trang, or White Feather, because of his plumage Hathcock wore in his bush hat. What army is he with? What army is he with? He was the American uh, Marine oh. Corps in Vietnam. Okay. $30,000 bounty was put on his head after he carried out an order to assassinate a notoriously brutal female Viet Cong interrogator known as Apache. Ooh. That's proper fucking uh, Truth is so stuff. much stranger than fiction, yeah. isn't it? All these stories mm-hmm. sound like better movies than the ones we've seen, yeah. do you know what I mean? And they nicked, obviously, he shot the sniper through mm. his scope. He didn't mean to. He says, I didn't mean to. Mm. It's just, I, I saw a glint. Yeah. I fired. I saw something happen. All right, okay. We went up. We moved up really slowly. It was like dark when we got there. Mm. Found him. St- scope's gone. Yeah, straight to the eye. Right. Good shot. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. I mean, he admits that, but yeah. it was uh, yeah. So it was, yeah. it was that lack of emotion, definitely. I mean, and you've got to have not to be a sniper, haven't you? Oh. They might not necessarily yeah. be psychopaths, so they because they could probably justify it to themselves around protecting the nation. But like or your fellow you, marines, if yeah, you're like yeah. if you shoot the guy who's controlling the artillery, yeah, you're saving protect, all your yeah, mates, exactly. aren't you? Exactly, it's that. Yeah, it's like you do We're not calling sniper psychopaths, but we are mm. suggesting that this guy Mohammed had to have been, doesn't he? Yeah, well, that sociopath, yeah, definitely that, not. Well, that, that marine just said you have to turn off your humanity. Yeah, but him, there's a difference between doing it in a war scenario, like Ben said, mm. to save your platoon. You know, you take yeah. out that gun turret guy. There's a difference between that and shooting a bloke loading his. Yeah, but into then, the boot. but then there's people, perhaps like Mohammed, mm. that, that doesn't change. He he continues that. PTSD. What's it? PTSD. Yeah. So. yeah. So we look at the psychological response to the sniper attacks of the ordinary people. Yes. Yeah, because that was fucking will be terrifying. Yeah, I fuck you know. Yeah. Of course it was. Uh, they did random digit dial telephone survey of 1,205 adults living in Washington, D.C. and two surrounding counties during the shootings, conducted May 2003. The main outcome measures 
uh, included self-reports regarding traumatic stress symptoms, perceptions of safety, behaviour responses and exposures to incidents. 45% of residents reported going to public spaces such as parks and shopping centres less than usual. Wow. I don't blame them. No, it's a Of course it is. 5.5% reported missing at least one day of work. Wow. And women who reported living within five miles of any shooting incident were significantly more likely to report elevated traumatic stress symptoms consistent with a probable diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder than women who reported living farther from incidents. Wow. Among men, there was no significant association between reported... Residential proximity and evaluated, oh, elevated traumatic stress symptoms. And so because we were, we're too, we're too dumb to we care. Were. Or we were yeah. just as stressed uh, wherever we were. Yeah. If you're going to be stressed, you're stressed. But the women yeah. were a bit more intelligent and thought, well, uh, I'm know, closer, so yeah. I should be more scared. And the ones that were further away. Yeah, were, whereas we're, we're all just on the same <laughs> level of. All like, the men were like, get the fucking guns. Yeah, <laughs> if it happens, it happens. Well, I've got to have this beer now. <laughs> well, those of us with a stronger constitution. Yeah, mm. that's pretty scary, isn't it? It is. I, I can't blame this, but I would be absolutely yeah, fucking me too. terrified, yeah. to be honest with you. Uh, an estimated 32% of parents reported that children experienced at least one psychological distress symptom related to sniper shootings. Yeah. Older children, females, children with a history of trauma exposure prior to sniper attacks, children whose parents reported routine disruption as a result of the attacks, Children whose parents perceive them as a great risk for harm from cyber attacks, and those children whose parents reported more traumatic stress symptoms in response to attacks were at greater risk for reported psychological distress. Fuck hell, they don't word it well, do they? Well, well think no. about it though. You're four to five years old, right? And at your fucking school, all of a sudden the adults are screaming and very panicked. Yeah, and you're locked you've down. got to get down, you've got to... No one near the window. Yeah, all that stuff. That is going to fucking stay with you, mate. No matter what, for the rest of your life, that's going to stay with you. Yeah, and I mean, uh, they were p- petrol stations, because a lot of people were shot in yeah, their yeah, car, were so putting sheets of canvas up to cover the people. Yeah. So like, at least, yeah, all right, safety. they could... Uh, they could still get shot, but at least it couldn't be sniped on purpose. Mm. But then again, think of what's sticking up over the top of your car. Yeah, your head and your chest, isn't oh, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, easy shot. So, yeah, I don't know, are we ready to sort of give... Yeah. Our, um, I think I've basically said what I think, haven't I, there? You think it's a Manchurian kind No, I don't. I think it's a possibility. I'm not mm. necessarily down the for The phrase that is thing. weird. It's just weird that they asked them to give it, it seems like a trigger word and stuff. Or maybe it's just game playing, control, you know, seeing what they could get away with. Who knows? But uh, either way, there's something more going on here. He obviously brainwashed the younger lad, didn't he? Yeah, I think mm. the lad was definitely, um, un- certainly under his control, although... When I came into this, I thought that he was. I thought he seen the more bloodthirsty. Mm. I'm gonna go for. I'm. A, I think it was probably in all likelihood he's a psychopath, and he was maybe trying to get his son back. That's what my gut goes with. But I almost yeah. there's something weird about the asking the police to say things, and you can read into the things they left to be found. You know, you can drive yourself crazy without reading into the symbolism of why was it this card and this word he used. Well, the death card doesn't mean death in tarot. It means mm. rebirth. I'm pretty sure it doesn't mean oh, a new well. start. Mm. So, yeah, but I think I'm going to go with... Him. He's a complete psychopath who wanted to get back his son 
but there is also at the outside chance he was a Manchurian candidate being manipulated by the CIA or FBI in order for some gain that I can't see right now. But just as cause fear, mate. Probably, That's what it is. Yeah, just a cause fear. Stir yeah. it up and get some control. It's, you, you know, the more fi- the more fear you you sell, the get people say, "Oh, we need more. We need more police. We need more government authority." They give away their freedoms for security. Mm. Yeah, but they're still they're still never any safer. So yeah, I know it's a little bit of a cop out, but I'm a I'm undecided for mm-hmm. this one. I'm sort of a, yeah. Okay, I think it was um, a sad case of you know young man getting trained in the army leaving the army and obviously having like mental problems, PTSD or whatever, split from his wife, lost his kids. Mm. Could be a case of wanting to get the kids back. Mm. It could just be a case of he just flipped. Yeah. Got, a, got yeah. an impressionable young man who's already a bit violent on his and side. And maybe he got a taste for blood in the army. I mean, like that sniper He says, was a Gulf War veteran. So yeah, you, you feel like... Your fucking god! This is so intoxicating, exhilarating. This feeling. Oh, you'd never get that feeling back in civilian life, would you? Exactly. So he's look. So unless you're shooting out the boot of a car. There you oh. go. Yeah. So I think it's it could be, could be that personally. I'm open to that as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I I think basically I kind of agree with Mike. I think there's obviously something wasn't quite ticking right upstairs in the case of Mohammed. I think that Marvo was. Already violent as it was, and troubled, troubled youth. Mm, easily led. Kind of found a bit of a, almost like a bit well, of a father figure in like him. Father, yeah, exactly. Um, did what he said. You know, I, I think that they were two people, two people with a not quite a full ticket between them. Between them, meeting okay. up, and he's he wants that feeling back. Mm-hmm. He's disillusioned with life. He's lost his wife. He's lost his kids. Mm-hmm. He's practically living in his fucking car. I think he just wanted to punish you know, society. Mm. Are you open to it? Do you think there's any possibility that they were being manipulated and controlled by a higher agency? I think that the, the, the phrasing of that thing, that, that duck in a noose thing, mm. yeah. that's weird. It is weird. Um, he, he says, to give you the, the quote again... I've been. T- you told me to say yeah, this. The officer says... Charles Moose. Uh, you have indicated that you want us to do and say certain things. You've asked us to say... We have caught the sniper like a duck in the noose. We understand that hearing us say this is important to you. Could be. It could just be a code to let them know that they find the... Uh, they find the... Because the that has been known, because I listen to a lot of true crime things. Uh, mm. Killers and criminals communicate with the police through coded messages in newspapers. And yeah, yeah ad, so that, that means that they found the tarot card and the shell yeah, case okay. in the last one. That could, could be. Mm, I don't know. I didn't also, go into the. All I was saying is, I'm just, I'm just looking for. Uh, are you, even like one percent open to that? Could be, maybe a possibility. You know, because they think Manchurian candidates killed the Kennedys. Yeah, well, you know? it's quite possible, mate. I, it's, I'm definitely open to it because the phrase might. These be fuckers in charge will do anything to get their own yeah, way. Yeah, they're ruthless. We know so, they're satanic <laughs> bastards. The deep but, state is will do anything to get its way. So yeah. we're not into them. Could have been a, it could have been for a reason that we don't know about, political or whatever. It could have been. I think we're all... Especially after 9-11 with the height of the fear, mm. maybe they wanted an we're example. About to, we're about to go into Iraq. Yeah, maybe they wanted an example, yeah, to, to... A touch, a reason to... And his name's Mohammed. Last name's Mohammed. Exactly, yeah. conveniently. Just to, yeah, just to tip it over the edge and get the votes to go into Iraq, yeah, of course. Well, not, not like they take votes. Well, yeah. They just do it now. So it's a possibility, but, isn't it? Definitely. But it yeah. could, like you said, we also... Public opinion, then, yeah. We come back to, again, like you said, mm. it could have just been damaged from the war, psychotic, 
what, once that feeling again. I think me and Mike are big. No, like, with you, I, I think he's. I think he's clearly yeah. got a screw loose. He met up with the other guy who was, was a violent youth. Mm. He'd been involved in crimes, and, and he, they did a pre-shooting spree to this, and he pulled the trigger a lot of the time in that. Okay. Mm. Um, I think that two kindred souls, two lost souls found each other and ended up in horrific, horrific um, circumstances. It's like the right, mm. in the perfect sort of ingredients for the perfect storm, as they would say, these two people happened to find each mm-hmm. other. If they never had of this maybe never would have happened. Or because they found each other, maybe that made them the perfect target for a higher agency. Maybe. We don't know, but... I just had a thought about the, the, the phrasing might be a way of communicating with possibly, maybe they thought, maybe, you know, that guy thought he was a jihadist. Mm. Maybe he thought the phrasing might was communicating with other groups who might have been planning something similar. Accomplices, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe com- way of communicating with them. The white van thing could have been an honest mistake. They generally think- got a good tip. Yeah, I think what the, they thought was a good tip. Well, the thing is, if you say there's a blue Chevrolet saloon car mm. and there's a white box van, mm. which one would you think is more mm. likely to be shoot someone shooting at the back of? You can yeah. lie comfortably prone in the back of the van, lift the door for crack, bang, look, door There was down. no Facebook. Well, there was, but it wasn't. Social media wasn't such a thing back then. It was 2002, three, wasn't it? Uh, that would have spread word mouth to mouth a bit more, wouldn't it? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're shooting out of it. Think about it. They're in a. Then they're shooting from a vehicle. Yeah. Like you said earlier, Ben, you hit the nail head. Slide that back door up. Bang! Slide it back down. That's people. Do you want to drive? You're drive not going to imagine, are you? Because we're not MacGyver or the A Team. You're not going to think, oh, he drilled two precise holes in the fucking boot of a car, yeah. so he could lie down in it and perfectly line up the barrel and the sights and shoot from out of sight. I mean. Come on, that's James mm. Bond shit, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's not something you, know. you think straight away, is it? No. So that's Occam's so razor, simplest explanation, yeah. he's in the back of a van. Mm. He can lie really? down, he's in the back and of a van. And it shows that Occam's razor isn't always right, because no, sometimes true. people do go to twisted lengths to do things, mm. and I think, I think we're sort of done on the... Yeah, yeah we'll take a break, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, and we'll come back with some weird addicts. Weird news and a bit of phallics. And we're back. So um, this is kind of topical this week. We're going to weird news now. Uh, the Blood Moon, which a lot of you will be able to see uh, tonight, I think, as we record, Friday the uh, 27th of July. Which they will be hearing this in two weeks' time. So they will. So the, world, so the world won't have ended. <laughs> or it will have. We hope. If you're hearing this, the world didn't end. Yeah, Yay. that's true. <laughs> so the Blood Moon will bring about the end of the world, say Doomsday Theorists. How would you get the job of being a doomsday theorist exactly? Well, I guess we kind of are, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but we're not getting we're not getting articles in the papers. <laughs> not yet, Ben. Not yet. Yeah. I was still open that call with ancient aliens, so I'm putting my hopes on. <laughs> okay. um, even though I do mock the guy with the big hair. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, most people. <laughs> yeah, do. So what? Well, NASA shill though. You can't. I'm do not it. a NASA <laughs> shill. Oh, just because I don't believe the Earth is flat. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, I think yeah, that was what I was called yeah. when I left. Got kicked out the flat Earth society. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, so, the article. Considering the lengthy heat wave the United Kingdom is going through, and believe me, it's fucking it's hard. Let's not complain, lads. 
Um, Try not to. You'd be forgiven for thinking the end of days is truly upon us. <laughs> I didn't think that. I just thought it was a hot spell. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't thinking, I don't go meet me neighbour. It's so hot. I don't look up at the sky and expect to see the pale horse of death riding across it. Let's be that way. And his so, name, it said on him, was death. Yeah. Oh. So, um, yeah, however... Doomsday theorists are convinced the end of the world is nigh, mm. as the blood moon, which will light up the sky later this evening, is assigned Judgment Day has now, duly arrived. Mm. Dum, 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 dum. Let me get this. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> a blood moon is quite rare, but it's not like it's not supernatural. It's not like yeah, it's not like the only time it's ever occurred in history, no. and therefore the world's going to end. Happened fairly recently. Happened yeah, on my birthday a couple did, of years yeah. ago. A year or two ago. It Literally happened, happened on my birthday about mm. five years ago. I was like, I am the child of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I remember making a video because all the sky was orange, and I said it was Trump's jeans turning mm. us all because my hair was Trumpish at the time. It's grown out of that phase now. Yeah. Now I look like a surfer. Or you know, a, a, like a, a Trumpian surfer. A Trumpian surfer. <laughs> <laughs> surf with an AK-47. Firing at the Muslim beach enjoyers. With a micro-penis. <laughs> <laughs> and tiny... You couldn't hold an AK-47 when you've got tiny, tiny hands. Obviously, <laughs> the Trump particles shrank my penis. Right? It didn't start <laughs> Yeah. Back to the. <laughs> what the? Why is my dick getting attacked? Well, you just said you're Trump like. <laughs> but unfortunately, was... that is one of the characteristics, <laughs> it, apparently. It was Trump, A Trumpian characteristic. The, the Trump has. <laughs> the Trump oh, is um, yeah. um, okay. Can we scroll down a little bit, please? Uh, the Doom merchants believe tonight's blood moon is a precursor to a cataclysmic event which will wipe out life as we know it. It's a road we've been down before, as no year seems complete without someone predicting an end to our blue and green planet. The only surprise is that this one's the first of 2018. I see David Mead's normally right on this shit. <laughs> yeah, he is. Him and his fucking hubris. Yeah, these things come and go, yeah. but do you think it's to lull us into a false sense? Because no, we I just think every fucking... single one of them's bullshit. One day we're going to go, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> next day, meteor, wipeout, dead. No, because yeah. remember, it's going to be like, the news will break, it'll be like Deep Impact or Armageddon. Mm. We'll all know. Yeah, and I'll fly to space. 24 hours before the end. Me we'll all know. This will go and sort it out, and it'll be fine. We'd I'll know a lot sooner than that. Eh? We'd know a lot sooner than that, depending on how big it was. Well, the, yeah, that's it. The news has got to filter out, hasn't it? It's, um... Oh, you see it in the sky. Well, yeah, but first of all, it's going to be spotted through telescopes. I mean, you, if you've got like a year warning, mm. would you feel the heat wave? There's only going to be so in the sky. There's only going to be so many the telescopes in the world. Being can pushed. See it. If it was big enough, a giant no, you'd see it in space. You'd see it in space. But imagine if something bigger than Earth came. You'd see it in space, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you'd see it fucking well, hundreds of out the sun. You can see Jupiter. It's fucking yeah. with a naked know. eye. I think, can't you? Or well, Saturn, certainly. You can see Jupiter. I think. Yeah. Well, well you can see other planets as, as well, Mars. stars, but yeah. So this comes from Christian ministers John Hagee and Mark Blitz first theorised the ongoing tetrad, four consecutive lunar eclipses, as a sign which points towards the end of the world, prophesied in two sections of the Bible, Acts 2.20 and Revelation 6.12. Oh, well, there we go, then there's a proof. Oh, it's from the Bible. Yeah. The first one took place in April 2014, reports the Mirror. This was followed by blood moons in October 2014, and April and September of 2015. This evening's lunar eclipse, when the moon passes, the moon passes behind Earth and into its shadow, will go on for a duration of one hour and 43 minutes. In the book of uh, Revelations, it says, is, The sun will turn into darkness and the moon into blood 
before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Don't they quote that bit in Ghostbusters? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's his next bit, actually. And And I I behold... Can I do this? I I like a good Bible quote. And I behold, when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. That bit's on Ghostbusters. <laughs> Could be, I can't remember. Winston and Ray are chatting in a car. Like, you know why we've been so busy recently? No, they told me. Maybe the hell, maybe the dead really are coming back. Maybe hell really is. Mm. Uh, okay. Um, Minister Irvin Baxter, who has an excellent track record of inaccurately predicting the apocalypse uh, since the mid 80s, is one of the many religious zealots who believes the clues to the world's end lies in these biblical verses. In particular, the aforementioned Book of Joel. Joel, he was all right, Joel. Well, good for him. Good for him. He claims the Bible teaches... Go on, guys, do you hear uh, Southern accent on that one? The Bible teaches that an event is coming just ahead of us now and that we will be the greatest prophetic fulfillment in the last 2,000 years. You've got to wonder why they're so keen for it all to end, haven't you? Yeah. I want to die. Well, they're going to get to heaven, aren't they? Have you met oh, my wife? Cool. I want to die. <laughs> they're going to be with... I want to talk to his wife. You know, his wife looks my like... wife, she's fucking crazy. <laughs> Not as crazy as him. It's so hot out here. I want to die. <laughs> Trump's the president. I want to die. Sorry. That's an interesting little segue. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die. Sorry. Maybe See, not. he's moved on from happy wife, happy life to screaming at he wants to die in a southern US accent. <laughs> That's how I'm imagining that kind of feels. I think that was coming from the I core. I have a happy wife, so happy life. I think you were screaming at you want to die. I think it's a we, subliminal message. Speaking of that, we need to hurry this up so I can get home to wife and keep happy and keep the happy life. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> However, um, astronomers and experts have dismissed these notions. Instead of offering a more logical explanation, they claim the Rayleigh scattering of sunlight through the Earth's atmosphere, is the reason for the red hues you've been seeing as of late. It's also the cause of the red tint during sunsets. Nice demons. So there we go. It's demons. Devil demons. <laughs> well, Alright, we've, we've nailed that one. <laughs> no, I'm with Satan on this one. Let's move on. Naked ghost hunter gets stuck in gate in bizarre quest to find paranormal activity. Fantastic. What an excuse. Oh my God, he warns him not to rip his testicles on the sharp metal. Oh, oh man. A naked man claiming to be a paranormal investigator has been filmed after being stuck, found stuck in a metal gate. The unnamed man was filmed after getting the top half of his body stuck through a white metal gate while apparently out chasing ghosts. The incident was filmed by an onlooker in the city of Rostov-on-Don in southwestern Russia. Rostov-on-Don hosted five games of the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Blah, blah, blah. We well... We've what all been there. Excuse. We've all been caught naked hunting ghosts. <laughs> what an excuse. He's very creative. Yeah. I'm a ghost hunter. <laughs> yeah. Why are you naked? It helps me hunt the ghosts. Yeah. The man filming can be heard asking him what happened, to which the naked man replies, I'm a paranormalist. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> a paranormalist is someone who studies the paranormal from the occult sciences through to all things psychic or paranoid. And it will also carry out equipment to, to test theories about the other world. He was quite annoyed, apparently. No one was helping him. The guy was just filming. Hey, what are you doing, mate? Uh, fucking help me! Yeah, I'm stuck. <laughs> Don't rip your balls. Oh, slime it out. He'll grease it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's not clear on this occasion what the man was looking for while naked, but he was clearly stuck, as can be seen, asking the cameraman to open the gate. The person filming says, How can I open it? I don't have a key. <laughs> the totally naked man finally manages to shimmy his way out the fence to freedom. Well... Good for him. You know he was banging the woman in there and the husband came yeah, around. Of course it is. <laughs> I, I was not shagging the wife. I, I hunt the ghost. <laughs> no, I know. Fuck your wife. I hunt the ghost. You have the key? Oh, shit. You a husband? You <laughs> husband? I don't fuck the wife. No, I hunt the ghost. I am a priest. I, uh, it helped to be naked. <laughs> Maybe he just likes to be naked. It helped. The ghost, they like the penis. I guess. <laughs> it's one of the more weirder excuses, isn't it? It's it's very clear. I don't know, but, but the next time I'm caught in naked in a gate, I'm going to tell them that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm a paranormalist. How does that sound in Russian? It's hard to say in English. Yeah. It's not the first thing that would come to my head. I'm a ghost hunter. I'm a ghostbuster. <laughs> yeah, I'm a ghost. It's all right, I'm a ghostbuster. Ghost. <laughs> and then you two pull up in that in Gaz's van with our demon busters sign on it. Just singing the song out the window. Yeah, we're going to the Because Mike's our new chief vocalist. Mike's our new chief vocalist after his excellent rapping skills. Yeah, that'll be an upcoming feature. You'll yeah. hear the vocal stylings of Mike and you. We're going to get you on there. Yeah, great, you did the reggae numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll make him do a reggae song. Won't be happening. Yeah. I don't like reggae. <laughs> I fucking I hate it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, one more piece of news or? Oh, go on then. By oh. 2050, humans will attend own funerals as robots. Wow. So this, my is just, brain this is just into altered yeah. carbon and Westworld, then effectively. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck to yeah, on top, of, on top of planning your pension and future financial security, now's the time to put money aside for downloading your brain data. I've got the money to plan for my pension and financial future. I can't afford bread in the last week of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ian Pearson, who is a self who has a self-proclaimed 85% accuracy record when looking 10 to 15 years ahead. That's right. Yeah, what a cunt. I don't 100% I'd be impressed. Why, didn't he, why isn't he a billionaire from gambling and betting? I predict this 10 team. to 15 years. Why didn't he see that France would win the World Cup then? 15 years. We don't talk about the World Cup anymore, guys. Uh, <laughs> I saw an England flag at the side of the road today covered in tar and road shit and I was just like that sums it all yeah, I'll bet, <laughs> bet me England shorts the broken <laughs> England top <laughs> no we got to the semi-finals I've done that for years yeah we nah, should we did, we did alright we did alright we didn't really play anyone fantastic no I know, but it's still the dream we beat everybody that we should have beat I suppose yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and if we're fair that's more than we've done for the last well yeah it's an improvement isn't it yeah. football came home in a way it's better than losing to Iceland I remember that oh, that was yeah. fucking horrible the belief I, came out. You know what? I only watched 15 minutes of that game. I came in the canteen at work. It was lunchtime. Iceland what? It was one all. And I watched Iceland score and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go for a fag. I'm not going to bother watching the rest yeah, of this shit. It was depressing. Well, anyway, we've exercised those demons. Mm-hmm. Euros in a couple of years. Should we get back to what we were doing? Yeah. yeah. What do you reckon then, Gaz? Are you up for uh, attending your own funeral? I would be. It would be fucking um, awesome. I do say good luck to my robotic future self. Well, be yourself. My, well, yeah, but not really, will it? It'll be a new... An indestructible a new robot body. It's a new hybrid version. It's a synthesisation of my personality. Yeah, it's a digital, ver- digital it's version of yourself. It's a, it's a computer guess of my personality. of what I would. It's predicting what I would do next, what I would say in that situation. Could it's well not be, really, yeah. It won't really be me. 
Unless there is actually a way to download the brain's contents by 2050. Well, Rather yeah. than a computer guessing what we're going to do. If you can literally, literally transfer put... me, like, do you remember Commodore Amigas with the disk drives, 500? Yeah, yeah. Them? And you could copy games by, like, you put one disk in, copy, put it in the drive. Literally, that simple. If you could transfer my consciousness that simply into a robotic body, oh, what's my human fucking flesh bag fucking rotting heap of shit get buried? Of course I will. You'd be in a fucking robot years before that. That day ever occurred. I'd be in a robot with the robot equivalent of a hard on, just raging as I watch my coffin go down. The thing is, you'd have been oh. off. You, you would. I'd, you'd, <laughs> I think. That's an image, isn't it? <laughs> I think, right, but you personally would go off in your robot body, have many adventures, mm-hmm. where your flesh bag body mm-hmm. does its happy wife, happy life. No, my business. flesh bag body would be empty and dead. No, but they just copied. They just no, copied my flesh body no, before. They then. copied your brain over. I only want the robot it. body after death. Yeah. Until then, I'm much. My flesh body is much more superior because it can feel things better. This is what this is what's natural. But when this flesh body fails, but when you got sensors. You wouldn't know the difference between no, But I want to run this body out. It's <laughs> 2050, guys, so you're right. you got a bit of time. I know you're all trying to always convince me robots are going to be better, blah, 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 but I'll still run no, this no, body out. No, no, I agree out. with you. We've got 32 years left yet. There you go. I'm going to live longer than that. <laughs> well, at least you don't have to as soon as it comes on the market. Kill yourself and move in. <laughs> well, it's a well, nice copy in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a you nice take much disc space. <laughs> it's a nice backup to have, though, isn't it? Yeah. Look, okay, you robot baited me. Robots are better than us. Thanks. You know what? I listened to the Google Assistant the other night. Oh, you! Fu- <laughs> and it scared the shit out of me again. It's not. It's just a program. It's not artificial intelligence. It's statistical, mathematical fucking predictions. It's not a replication of the human mind. It is not having conversations. It's fucking math. I agree with you. Yet. Yes, yeah, so that's the key word. And when we're fighting the machines, and as I said on the podcast, all of a sudden, oh, Mike's voice comes over the radio, open the gate, but it's not Mike. He's been brutally butchered along with his troop. And all of a sudden, we got a, murder, a swarm of murderous killer Terminators oh, coming in. That's when that. it fucking goes wrong. You have to just and we laid us... Uh, uh, I'll turn to you guys and go... You remember when I told you that Google Assistant was going to be a fucking nightmare? <laughs> I wouldn't be there. I'd be too busy shagging a robot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. guys yeah, if there's in a rush, we won't, we won't robot beat him anymore. And I'm also fairly fucking Is, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I apologise. That's a it. weekly thing now, though. We, you know. It was my week to be drunk this week. Well, this is full. We'll never go full Alex, the most popular game show in this flat. Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? <laughs> and uh, basically, Mike finds us a clip of a random weirdo that he's found on the net. Although this guy is making a repeat appearance. <laughs> well, there's a few favourites. Like there's a few favourites, I can understand that. They do say a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we play you a clip of Alex Jones going, what we like to call, full Alex. Yeah. Um, and then we guess, who's gone more full Alex that week? Yeah. So um, let's start with the right wing, is that right wing watch news? Uh, yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson denies racism ever existed. And he says that picking cotton makes a man. I want to point out to the listener, if you've never heard of Jesse Lee Peterson, he is an African-American. Yep. And he's denying... Racism ever existed. Racism ever existed. So Martin Luther King is obviously worthless in his view. 
and and picking cotton makes you a man. I'm yeah. I'm quite confident that Jesse Lee Peterson has never picked a single piece of cotton in his well, fucking life. Well, he says he has. So let's. Well, uh, I'm willing to bet he has. Willing to bet he's lying. You ready for this? It's a doozy. I'm ready. It's 2018 in America. Does racism exist? Absolutely not. <laughs> and it has never existed. Whoa! It has never existed. Wait, made, whoa, whoa! It's a made-up word. What about the picture in the 60s with the German shepherds <laughs> on the black guy, the civil rights movement, and the cops, and the, the guy like that? Well, that's because you were having protests. Whenever, you could have a protest today, and if people go out of control, you're going to see the same thing. It was just a protest. And you're, you're hearing this from a man. I grew up in Alabama. I grew up under the Jim Crow laws. I went to an all-black school. School. There were signs that says for colors only, for whites only. That sounds pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't racist. It was a law that was brought about by the Democrats. And they brought that law oh, into effect and it separated people by law. But yet, most blacks and whites got along. They knew that all white people were not against black people. It was a law and people just obeyed the law at the time. And when I was growing up, I had to pick cotton. The, the guys were taking out. You were born on a have, plantation. Have you ever picked cotton? No, sir. You have not lived until you pick cotton. <laughs> You're being too controversial <laughs> for me. You're going to get my show taken off the air. It's fun to pick cotton. It's fun. <laughs> it, it makes a man out of you. <laughs> really? You know, I said once on my radio show that because most blacks are so lazy now, Oh, Jesus. Because of the government taking care of them, uh -huh. and then a lot of them are born with single mothers only in the homes, and yes. the mothers don't make them work. And I said, I'm going to take, I'm going to go to Alabama, buy some land, create a plantation, and I'm going to take the blacks back down there to show them how to work and be independent and, and learn, earn their way. And all hell broke loose when I said that. Oh, he's for oh, he's, he's, he's that. But I knew what I meant by that. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, he's talking to a white guy, and the white guy won't, but he's so embarrassed by what he's saying. Exactly. Jesus. He's like... I mean, the white guy's like, you're too controversial, but my... I don't know who that guy is. I seem to recognise his face. I've seen him. I think he's but been on Joe Gavin McInnes, he's, he's... Yeah, he's been on Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's, he's been on Pro Wars, isn't he? He's yeah. an alt-rightish guy. And he's saying, he's an alt-right guy, and he's in you too. I mean, it's oh, it's, that's just... <laughs> This is incredible. <laughs> well, he's obviously mentally ill, isn't he? I think so desperate well, for he's, he's a reverend, say, Gaz. He's, he's a, he doesn't matter what he says. That collection plate goes round every Sunday in his fucking mega church. He's uh, a few more grand. I mean, <laughs> the best bit was when he says, "Well, that sounds pretty racist," and he goes, "Yeah." Yeah. Oh, but it wasn't racist. Yeah, yeah, he did. He went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Democrats put that law in place. And everyone was just obeying the law. Black and white people got on. What? KKK didn't seem to get on so well. How about them white people that hung them black people from trees? Did they get on? Apparently. Wasn't racism, guys. Racism has never existed in the United States. Never existed. Oh. And the tragedy of it is that that's a black guy saying that. Well, the white guy couldn't say that, could he? No, but. Fuck he's like just denying his own he history. Have, yeah. Alex is gonna have to say some pretty Alex <laughs> shit to win this one this week because that guy, what he just said was I, I bananas. Saw, I saw Insanity. the um, Alex clip, but it does promise highly. Okay. Well, I saw the, uh, the 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 title. Alex goes berserk, yells at Satan. So let's hear what Mr. Jones is saying. 
God gives us free will. The enemy, the devil, the deceiver, the accuser, get behind me, Satan. What does Satan do? It's in front of you on our road to the stars. Satan gets in front of human development. Satan only gives us mutated technologies and mutated systems that control us and dumb us down in an attempt to play God and build an artificial system to predict the future. The devil doesn't have omnipresence. The devil is trying to use humans made in the image of God to build a God machine to be able to understand the future and decipher everything. The devil only knows how to con people and manipulate people because he is a magician. He is a deceiver. He is a fraud. He is a lie. He is not one, one trillion what the creator is. To hell with the devil. Straight to the pit with Satan. Down with Satan in the name of Jesus Christ. Get behind me, Satan. Down with the devil. Down with the fraud. Get out of the road. Get behind me. You understand that? Get out of the road, New World Order. Get out of my mind. Get out of my free will. Get out of my way. Humanity is going interstellar. <laughs> space Force! Space Force! Space Force! Space Force! Uh, I'm um, God's machine! I have trying to build a God machine. Apparently we're going interstellar. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, See, alright. Alright, I'm gonna cast my vote. This is what I love about Alex. You think no one could get any more yeah. bad shit crazy? It's even weirder that same racism doesn't exist. But now I'm torn, I don't know. And then Alex comes up with that doozy. I wanna cast my vote. I wanna say Jesse Lee Peterson has gone full Alex this week. Because. because they're crossing the streams. Because man. they're crossing the streams. Because Alex there. He needs a five-minute filler. He needs a three-minute filler. So he just, he knows, what's popular on, amongst my listeners? Get behind, Satan's popular. I'm going to rant about Satan for three minutes, throw in some random shit, and just go for it. Oh, it was, was just It was poetry. It was, it was fantastic. He's a great performer. Bill Hicks is a great performer. Yeah, he's <laughs> um, incredible. But, the other guy, but, build but, a but, but remember the rules of the show. Who says the more batshit crazy stuff? Oh. Well, Jesse Lee Peterson is effectively denying 200 it. years of American yeah, history. He's got it. And his own his own racist history. He's an African-American. He's denying slavery. He's in the picking car and makes yeah. you a man. Alex is writing sci-fi. Alex like, is, yeah. Who That guy's, yeah. like you said, doing an actual crime. Yeah, what, you know, he's a doing Holocaust a, denial, that sort of yeah, thing. Uh, you know, I bet he's a Holocaust denial. I would put money so on that. If you have on a clip of that, Mike. Troubles um, in America, which we all know is historical fact. Uh, you know, he's saying yeah, Martin Luther King never existed. He's got it. Oh, yeah. Oh, what about the people getting attacked by dogs? Oh, it's a protest. Because to be honest, if there is a god machine that's going to predict the future, <laughs> I, for one, would like to hear what it's going to say. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, fuck the first guy, he wins, he's more uh, mental. Yeah. What are you saying, man? Yeah, man. I'll go with that. There we go, then. I think that wraps awesome. it up for this week. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to say uh, thanks for listening. Uh, don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult. I've been Ben. Uh, I'll say I've been Gaz, good night, and free Biff Darren. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.
Hey. Get Jedi. <laughs>